like the lighting in here. <laughs> oh yeah, my goal. I don't have enough lights yet, but my goal is to have my room kind of look like a an Indian restaurant in New York. <laughs> like I want the different kinds of lights, different sizes. Yeah. But I like the colors, not just not just white lights. Yes. Yeah, yeah. when I was a kid, I had uh, just like the white Christmas lights off my room, which was fine. But now I'm like, oh, I have so many options now. It works perfectly for watching the movie because I was able mm -hmm. to see my writing. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. like at night when there's no ambient light coming in from outside, it's like just enough to like be comfortable and see what you're doing or if you're, you know, eating or drinking or whatever. Right. You're not fumbling around totally in the dark, but like <laughs> it's not washing out the screen. That makes yeah. sense. These also have like settings where I could, if I wanted to, I could make them like blink and strobe and... Sweet. Yeah, I mean, sh sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not really great for watching movies. No. <laughs> no, it was good for like the Halloween party. Yeah. Where I just like turned them onto a strobe thing and then left the room and went and mingled. And was, <laughs> anytime anybody came up, was like, where's your bathroom? I got the top of the stairs uh, near the room with the strobe lights. Mm -hmm. Smart. And they kind of thought that was a joke and then it was not. <laughs> I'm guessing you did write down the names of the, like the real characters' names versus their tethered name. Nope. Oh, I did. <laughs> I assume you did. Um, nope. Um, I know them for most of the main people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't get. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch more in the credits that I yeah. didn't get. Yeah. But I was just wondering if there was any correlation between either the person and their tethered or the tethered as a whole or something. I just, you know. Well, I know that Adelaide's tethered is called Red, Red. Yeah. which makes sense. Once she becomes like this cult leader and they're all wearing red. So I'm like, wait, yeah. did her name become red or was right. she always red? Right. Did they even have like identities? Yeah. Because right. like, like, I think the first one we learn in the movie is Gabe and Abraham. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Gabe, Abe. I was like, ah. that kind of like kind of makes sense. But they never referred to him as Abe, just Abraham. But I was like, maybe that's like Jordan Peele's like way of keeping it straight. Like Gabriel. But then, you know... So, okay. But then there's Biblical Abraham. Yeah. Which I was like, but they're not all Biblical names. No. no. There doesn't seem to be, like, a real easy one-to-one -one corollary or anything. So the son, Jason, Pluto. his... Yeah, his is Pluto, which is uh, the Roman god of the underworld, uh, Hades. Right. You know, so there's that. Right, which ties into his, um, like, fire obsession, oh, yeah. kind of. But also, he acts like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like so... <laughs> Oh, I was, oh, I thought you were going to Cerberus. No, no. Oh, okay. I wow. mean, maybe, maybe that's... Mm -hmm. But I was like, that's really... It's really interesting. I don't... And then what's the... Umbre what's the is... Umbre. Yeah, well, is a pluralization of Umbra, which is the fully shaded inner region of a shadow cast by an <gasps> opaque object. Okay. Especially on in the area on the Earth or the Moon experiencing the total phase of an eclipse. Yeah, so that's got some shadow imagery. Yeah, but then I looked up Tim Heidecker as Josh, and his tethered's name is Tex. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I think it's one of the daughters is, um, it's uh, Sid and Nancy. Yeah, what? Sid, S-Y-D, yeah. like Sydney yeah. and Nancy. And I was like, oh, okay, see, that makes sense. Yeah. Sid and Nancy, got it. Wow. Yeah. And that's what made me wonder if there was a, some sort of corollary like that yeah. to the other ones. And I know a couple of the other ones, uh, there was Io and Nyx were two right, of the other names. And, and both... those are moons of Jupiter. Yeah. So, so Sid and Nancy and were the other family's twin daughters? Well, one of no, the... one of the twins was Sid and, and her, her doppelganger was Nancy. Oh. Yeah. 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 Ooh. yeah. Wow. But yeah, Io, I saw that in Nyx, and those are both 
moons. And then also, also have, uh, you know, mythological origins, yeah. which I, I don't... I used to. I used to know yeah. a lot more, but yeah. And then Kitty, which is Elizabeth uh, Moss. Yeah. Her tethered is Dahlia. Oh, the, the black, black Dahlia? Dahlia? I get. I mean, that's always where I, you know... Because she was, like, cutting her face. Which I... So there's well, a lot of... Oh, There's a lot of yeah. mirroring in this because yeah. of, like, you know, the thematics of, like they're us but they're underground you know and it's like a mirror world down there or a dark mirror so there's well, and i think also like a lot of the mirrors in the movie are windows yes. so it's reflecting that like little mirror trick in the thing where it's not actually a mirror you're seeing something but then right, also there's, there's a reflection yeah right there's a reflection yeah. but there's something beyond it yes yeah but there's a lot of like parallels back and forth. Like the easy one is in the beginning on the boardwalk. Uh, the the guy running the uh, pitch and throw booth is wearing a black flag shirt, and then later on the beach, one of the twins is wearing a black flag shirt. The black flag logo is those four bars that are supposed mm-hmm. to represent like a flag blowing in the in the wind. Right. But those four bars also mimic the eleven eleven. It was oh. on the Jeremiah sign and the clock. And when they walk on the beach, their shadows make those four like oh. parallel bars like that, mm-hmm. too. Like, there's a lot of yeah. stuff like that. Well, see, this is what happens when you watch it more than once. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're looking for all yeah, of that. Yeah. Yep. Like, well, I, know, I remember seeing it in theaters and being like, Black Flag. And I was like, when does this take place? 86? Yeah, okay, that tracks, like, in my head. Because I'm always like, you know, yeah. when I see a band or a movie dropped into something, that yeah. part of my brain always goes like, was that, like, a thing then? Was that right. out? Or, like, would that be on a shirt at that time? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're sure, looking sure, for sure. anachronisms. It's just that nerd part of me where I'm like, oh, does this does this make sense? Like, And I hate I, to say it, but I feel like the twin wearing the black flag shirt, even though we don't know much about them, she probably doesn't listen to black flag. Oh, like, no, she, oh, she definitely knows. bought it at Hot Topic yeah. because it was on sale. Yeah. yeah. Hunter, can you tell the story about Frankie with the the, the chick? Oh, the Rolling Stones shirt? <laughs> so, yeah, we work retail. Uh, we used to work with... Um, our friend Frankie, who was a, pr- a guest on a previous episode. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven, which is Another like, Eleven! Wow! Shit's <laughs> <laughs> getting deep. Um, I think it's episode 18 off the top of my head. But anyway, he, um, we were just seeing all, this, all these, like, you know, young, younger people coming in with Rolling Stone shirts, and I'm like, I really don't think anybody, like, really likes the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Like that age, like they might, they oh, definitely okay. know songs. I, there's that, like my dad likes Rolling Stones. I like <laughs> yeah, Rolling Stones. Yeah, in general. But I didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't for a long time. I, I knew their hits, but like those those hit songs are so ubiquitous that they're just like songs. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Sympathy for the Devil's in so many movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sympathy for the Devil is a great song. Paint yeah. Black is a great song. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh yeah. those are great. But I don't, I don't really like the band that made them. Didn't have any effect on me for years and years and years. And then yeah. when I started like being in a band and looking at songwriting then i was like well let me listen to actual whole albums not just greatest mm-hmm. hits things and i was like oh and i got more into like them as a band she's like a rainbow yeah she's like a rainbow it's, a it's my song. favorite Aww. you don't hear that anywhere no it's so weird <laughs> yeah it's an yeah. amazing song yeah that whole album is good oh yeah that's the best song but that whole album is yeah. good like <laughs> but like yeah and i was like man it's like you know like 16 year olds there's no way you're that into the rolling stones and frankie's like i'm gonna ask <laughs> and this girl came up to like buy something and he's like nice Rolling Stone shirt and uh, to be clear Frankie's like three years max older than them you know like, oh, okay. he's not oh, like yeah. he's not like I'm an old I'm an old old man but like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not me picking on kids he is also a kid you know yeah. he's like just older than them so he's like hey sweet Rolling Stone shirt and she's like oh thanks he's like what's your favorite like song and she's like 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could really pick one. He's like, well, what's like one of your favorite songs? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. And he's like, name a Rolling Stones song. And like, by this point, I was just under the counter laughing, like, uncontrollably. Because he got so aggressive so fast. He's in the military, so he like has that, he has been like, had that like authority baked into him now. So he's like, name one song. Like, (laughs) and this girl's like, I don't know. I just want to pay for this. And he's like, oh. all right, all right, fine. And I was like, just oh. down on the ground dying. Oh, and I was wow. like, I was like, you're such a dick. And he was like, I Point. just wanted to know if she even knew who that was. Right. Point proven. Yeah. And I was like, fair. I mean. Yeah. Name fair. one song. Name one song. Oh, boy. And God, they probably like have like a hundred. Well, what it is. You is know? Oh, yeah. They have a hundred yeah. songs you definitely know. But, like, it's it's like I've told like, this I story think, before. I think Nora and Jesse had, like, a best of collection that was 50. The Rolling Stones are yeah. still a band. Yeah. yeah. They were a band when my dad was younger than I am now, and they're still a band. Like They're, they're still touring, too. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, shockingly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And, like, they've, they've been putting out albums for, like, ever. Right. Um, But... I think I've told this story before. Like, I, you know, my friend said that um, Mrs. Robinson was his favorite Beatles song. And I was like, it's not a Beatles <gasps> song, it's Simon and Garfunkel. Oh. And he was like, oh no. And it was because of like LimeWire or some streaming thing where it was labeled wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, But he wow. just, just, you know, he just was like, oh, I think that's the Beatles. It sounds vaguely like the Beatles, where I'm like, sure, it's people singing in harmony. <laughs> but like, whatever, they're American and the Beatles are British. It's fine. It's, 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 uh, <laughs> but like, you know, I think people are like, oh, I think I like the Rolling Stones because I think I know their songs. But again, if pressed, they're like, I don't know that I could definitely name a Rolling Stones song. Right. And like, they just sell them at, you know, Walmart and stuff. So you go in there and you need like a, a $7 t-shirt because you're like, oh shit, I spilled something on mine. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. You we know, were you... just watching an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the whole story is around them trying to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> And they're calling themselves like um, parrot heads, parrot heads yeah. but then they start <laughs> singing that um, what is that that daiquiri song? Oh, uh, about the guy who puts the ad in the paper. Yeah. Oh, the pina colada. The pina colada yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. They keep singing the pina colada song. Yeah. And Dennis has to keep telling them that's not Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds so much like him. Right. If you were to ask me, gun to my head. Hunter, are you 100% sure that's not Jimmy Buffett? I'd be like, I am not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I 100% don't know. sure. It's called Escape. Yes. Escape, the Pina Colada song. Yeah. Oh, wow. My Pina Colada. It was in Dirty Work. It sure was. Your favorite. I, I love Dirty Work. It's a terrible movie, but I really love it. It is bad. <laughs> uh, I love you know Norm MacDonald. I don't. It's it's a uh, it's one of those like dirt comedies where like late nineties yeah. SNL alum um, yeah Norm Macdonald is the lead Artie Lang is wow. in it a bunch of people uh the Chris Farley Chris Farley oh, wow. yeah. yeah 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 uh, yeah and it's yeah like mid mid nineties but like Adam Sandler's in there for a hot second he plays the devil in possibly the best scene in the whole movie Gosh. <laughs> Hunter's favorite yeah. it is it's great because it's yeah. so insane and it's really funny yeah. Uh, it's I don't remember what how they... they're trying to raise money and right. so they submit to like product testing oh, but so it's yeah. for like a brownie 
or whatever, and you know they're like, oh, there's all these potential side effects and for he, it. So he hallucinates yeah. that he's yeah, and in his, hell. His and yeah, his friend is like, oh, I think I'm a little itchy, and Norm's just like white knuckling like the steering wheel as they're driving home, like sweating. Ah! And yeah, it's, it's kind of like the yeah. the thing, the shot in Mandy of like Nick Cage covered in blood, like driving and like ha ha ha. It's that, but it's it's. Adam Sandler dressed in like a Halloween devil costume, like red, you know, hood with little ears and stuff. And he's at a, uh, like a spit roast, like turning a pig, like cooking (laughs) it. And he's like, we eat the pig and together we burn. And like, then he just laughs. And it's so insane that it's my favorite thing. Is that a good impression? It's decent. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot louder than Adam Sandler. Oh yeah. 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 It's that like, oh, Shabadoo thing that he did for like 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow. That he made a million dollars to Yeah. It. Good for you, Adam. Yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> Paint watch, great watch. Paint watch, great watch. Paint watch, great watch. I hate them all, but I just can't stop. Open it up. Yeah. All right. Hello, excellent humans, and welcome to Hate Watch, Great Watch. I'm your host, Allison Yakulis. I'm your co-host, Hunter Bush, and our guest today. I'm Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi. Some people call me this Jess. Yeah, that's what is in my notes. I was like, I actually don't know her last name, so she's going to be this Jess. It's not a... Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have warrants? Like... <laughs> I'm at a state in my life where I'm trying to figure out my name. Oh. I got married a little less than a year ago. Oh. And my husband, he's like, keep your name because everybody knows you as right. Jess Vasquez. And that's how I'm like, all of my films have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so ever since we got married, I've been trying to put my name as Jessica Mealy in all my films. But I think I just, I might just go by this Jess. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see who I am when this comes out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have a little time. Just Jess. <laughs> the search for identity, that's a very <laughs> yeah. topical. Yeah, cogent point yes! to uh, what we're talking about <gasps> oh, today. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I made a cogent point. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's very, very uh, poignant. <laughs> So what movie are we talking about, guys? Well, you you, you chose this one. I chose Us, because I hadn't seen it before. Uh, Directed Jordan by Jordan Peele. Peele. 2019. 2019, yeah. Yeah. I saw Get Out, which was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. So I figured, this can't be that bad. It's not. It's not that it's bad. It's great. Yeah. And this is a very good movie. Um, I mean, I'll go into this, you know, more at the end, but... I think I think Get Out is a better movie as a whole, but yeah. I like like this is a huge uh step forward for Jordan Peele like stylistically, visually, like he seems a lot more confident. Yeah. And I so I, I really like that about it. I think as a movie, I think Get Out holds better holds together better. I really should have rewatched it recently to compare them more, but yeah. Right. But I I I, I like this movie quite a bit. 
I actually, I watching this is a, our second time watching it. Yes. Uh, Alice and I saw yes. it in theaters. Um, watching it through this time, I know exactly when it stops working for me, which is pretty late in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, for the most part of it, I was like really on board, and I was like, oh, the whole time we're watching, it, I'm going, man, this is really, really good. And I was like, maybe I was like, maybe I was a little off before, or maybe I wasn't just wasn't feeling it. It was a weird day, or whatever, or whatever. But then it hit a point where I was like, oh, no, this is where you lose me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike it. I still think it's yeah. really good. I think, like, out of a five-star rating system, I think I would give it, I think I gave it four stars on the yes. letterbox or whatever, and I still would, if not four and a half. I wonder if we have the same point, because I felt that. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do you want to, like, do you think you want to walk us through, like, a five ten minute oh. uh, summary or would you rather one or, of us do it you i mean even... do you believe in a multiverse theory that's like the best <laughs> way to it's crazy because i've been hearing multiverse theory a lot in the last like week yeah oh uh that's uh the bader meinhof uh effect Who? it's it's too it's our like, friend bader meinhof now yeah no, it's it's two psychologists i think from like austria or germany or something like that meinhof um, definitely uh, wrote a paper talking about how like your brain does this thing where once you learn about like a word or a concept or something you start seeing it everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, there's like a colloquial uh, like a, a, a layman's like with term. Like the red car. It's like the red car effect. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 We just started watching devs. Oh, we haven't started that yet, but I want to see. So yeah. it's based. That's in the first episode they bring it up oh yeah and mm-hmm. they're like okay well we've gotten this far in the project but it's not perfect yet and the boss is like well can it be perfect he goes well in some other universe right now it is perfect <laughs> and i want to use that excuse yeah <laughs> and then tom was watching archer and i was I just gonna say it. yeah yeah so crazy we, we watched the, the yeah. most recent season of archer and oh uh, krieger brings yeah. it up. yep and now this yeah yeah, you can explain it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> this is a lot. Uh, you want to do it? Um, I mean, honestly, I'm just going to go, like, real sure. quick where, you know, we get um, in the beginning and stuff, there's, like, a little thing talking about how there's all these tunnels. Thousands of yeah. miles. Of Thousands of miles of tunnels underneath of the United States. Tunnels, yeah. yeah. Um, and you kind of forget about that until we get moving. Um, we're introduced to a family. Um, it's a mother played by Luke Peter Nyong'o. Um, Adelaide. Adelaide, and, yes, is the mom. Yeah. Uh, her husband, Gabe, I didn't... Winston Duke. Winston Duke, Of right. Black Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right, uh, that's right. He's, um, what's his, like, Mbari or whatever? He, he's yeah. the guy who would be, um, uh, Yeah, he's the, the dick. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, he's the yeah. Uh, antagonist yeah. To, yeah. In, in Black the, Panther, and he's the, great in that, and he's great in this. The yes. the frozen monkey tribe or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. In the comics, he's man-ape. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have two kids, an older daughter and a younger son. Yeah, Zora and Jason. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, I don't, I didn't get any of either of the actors' names, but they're both super fucking good oh yeah. boy so good and like I yeah. don't like child actors mostly they, they you keep saying that and then we keep watching movies that have really good child actors in maybe them. I'm softening in my old age <laughs> yeah. but historically I'm always like I hate this kid yeah. like you know I'll watch something I'm just like can't stand this kid's delivery can't stand you know I can see this kid looking at like his stage mother right. off screen or whatever but like these kids are fantastic in this especially the daughter I think is super super emotive without giving a lot I mean 
so maybe also we have higher standards for child actors now in terms of like what they have to do to get the role. So I'm I'm this very sympathetic post- to this... the process of being a child actor. Sure. I, I'm very I, I like. Were I'm, you a child? No, actor? no, no. I just no. I, oh. I've heard horror <laughs> stories, and my heart goes out to all these kids. You know, it's long days on set, even if you're not enduring like abusive parents who are like, oh no, go work, work, work. Or like the Macaulay Culkin thing of like, well, we're gonna milk you for all the you know money, or like you know Corey Feldman, you know, yeah. alleges that he was like you know sexually abused uh, on movie sets and things, and like. My heart goes out to all of them. But, and those are both good child actors. Like, <laughs> but I watch movies and I'm like, I can't stand this kid. Why is this kid even in this? Yeah. yeah. But this is a, a, you know, a post-Dakota Fanning world and yeah. a post-Haley Joe Osmond world. Yeah. And so I think that kind of raised the bar for what directors want from their child actors. Yeah. Wow. I, th- I, I think they, they stop seeing them as like, oh, it's just the kid who cares. Yeah. Like, they have the right look, so that's all we need. They're right. like, oh, well... You know, yeah, Haley Joel Osment's a great example. Yeah. Gave an amazing performance in The Sixth Sense, and everybody then was like, holy shit, that makes this movie. Yeah. And yeah. you can hang a whole movie on this kid yeah. because that's such a good performance. Yeah. And then I think maybe then casting directors and stuff were more mm-hmm. selective. Yeah, that's a good we point. Just, we just watched uh, Freaks the other night, and yeah. you were over the moon about that girl. Yes, I, I don't remember her name now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Freaks, it just came out. It's like, okay. uh, it's, I think it's on direct to Netflix. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. It's weird. It kind of seems like it was, uh, you know, the game Exquisite Corpse, where like you a fold game? A, yeah, you, you fold oh. a paper what? into you fold a paper into thirds, and then like you draw like the head and shoulders of a character, and you leave a couple lines down to show like where the shoulders go down. Okay. And then you fold it back over, hand it to the next person. They draw like the middle of the body. Wow. And then they leave like some extra lines at the bottom, so the person can see where to start the legs. And then they fold it again. The third person draws the legs. And you unfold it, and you see what you drew. What? So it's like. Yeah. Oh, I drew a zombie uh, head and shoulders on, like, a spaceman body with gorilla legs. Wow. Or whatever. Um, it's just, like, a, you know, like a camp game. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. The movie kind of feels like it was written like the Freaks. Oh. kind of feels like it was written like that, where it's, like, they wrote into a corner, and then we're like, all right, let's write ourselves out of it. Yeah. And, like, I kind of admire it, but it's really wild, and it keeps making these crazy turns where I'm like, yeah. But oh. um, the girl who's the lead in it, I'm going to look her up. Yeah. But, uh, let me get her name. She pulled it off. She's great, and she gave me, like, um, like, young Drew Barrymore vibes. Oh. From her, like, performance and, like, intensity and stuff. And, like, Drew Barrymore was a fantastic actress as a, as a you know, as a child, especially. Like, it was amazing. Interview with a Vampire is That's where a lot of people point. Kirsten Dunst. Oh, is it? Are you fucking? Oh. Yeah. Then what the fuck was Drew Barrymore in? E.T. Firestorm. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> the other I've definitely one. seen both of those. I always <laughs> fucked them up, and they were both in Charlie's Angels, so that really, yeah, really uh, screws with me. I think. I don't right? know. I haven't watched. I Is didn't it? watch I the modern Charlie Kirsten, Angels. Yeah. Yeah, it was Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, Charlie? I thought it was Kirsten Dunst, Drew Barrymore, and uh, um, no, it, it, no, who no, was it? Cameron Diaz. Oh, it was yeah. Cameron Diaz. Oh my Another god. Another blonde okay. one. Yeah. So it turns out. <laughs> Turns out I'm just terrible with blonde actresses. <laughs> Turns but out. But no, I mean, an Interview with a Vampire is a great example. Yeah. yeah. No, that's another amazing performance Child from, actor. A, from a young actor. Yeah. 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 Um, the girl from Freaks, her name is Lexi Kolker. Okay. Um, Watch out for her. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Really good. Anywho, we're also not talking about Freaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my fault this time. Yeah. So oh. we meet the family. Oh, yeah. We meet the family. Um, they're ding, on vacation. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> good call. Hi, Tina. <laughs> meet the family they're on vacation in santa cruz um 
and we start seeing through like flashbacks that something traumatic happened to uh adelaide Adelaide when she was a child also on this like beach and boardwalk area and stuff we kind of also set up some stuff up visually that we're probably going to talk about later so she starts telling her husband about how she's feeling uneasy and it's because of like this past thing and all the lights go out and her daughter comes in and says that there's a family out in the driveway i thought it was the son but it doesn't matter one of the kids <laughs> one of those dumb kids i thought it was it might have been the son it doesn't matter. um but yeah uh there's family out in the driveway uh there, so the line there's a family in our driveway is like funny and creepy yeah yes yeah, yeah. it really is um so she freaks out and is trying to call the police her husband's kind of playing it off and stuff but then when he goes out with a baseball bat they start trying to attack the family and everything and you know they get the family in the driveway is is them them. yeah it's us it's us it's us yeah. yeah they get gathered into like the living room the mother of the mirror family Start, Which, I mean, you can, yeah. you, they're, they yeah. refer to themselves as the tethered. Yes. So we can use that. Yeah. Um, she's the only one that talks and kind of, you know, has like a raspy voice and is like telling this, you know, almost fairy tale story, but it's kind of of like their shared history that uh, yeah. until now, the family that we, you know, were introduced to had no idea. Yeah. You know, basically that like this you know the tethered have to like live their lives as the people above ground do because they're joined and yeah there's a line about like uh you know someone learned to copy the body but not the soul so it's one soul sharing two bodies yeah so that's kind of how they are somehow linked right um we have a pretty lengthy action sequence of it's uh, a home invasion movie for a while Mm -hmm. yeah of you know each person kind of squaring off against their doppelganger in different ways and different areas they end up running to uh, a friend's house that we're introduced to earlier on the beach yeah, yeah. and it's uh tim heidecker tim he- yeah and, of tim and eric yeah. and uh elizabeth moss yes uh, lately of uh, invisible man yeah and they have uh, twin daughters more more twins yeah um <laughs> And so uh, we see the friend family all get murdered yep. before Lupita Nyong'o and company arrive. And so they kill off the doppelgangers of Tim and uh, the Elizabeth and yeah. the twins. And then uh, decide that, well, uh, um, Adelaide's like, we have to go. Like, they know that we're going to be here because she's me and this is what I would do. Right. So we have to run to Mexico. Um, so they all get in the car and they're going to go. Um, the sun comes up because this all happened at night. And it, you know, it turned. Uh, we also saw like the news that like this is happening everywhere with everybody. Yeah. Um, the sun comes up. Uh, the sun, like, in the sky. Yes, in the sky. <laughs> the sun in the sky comes up. It is morning. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be clear. Yeah, the doppelganger, sun. Yeah, the family is yeah. the, the Wilsons, by the yeah. way, if you just yeah. want to. Okay. easier. All right, fine. Um, okay, so, well, the tethered sun, we'll yeah. say, right? Sort of sets up an ambush. Yeah, and... they, they drive away from yeah. Tim Heidecker and, and Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Moss's, uh, yeah, her name's Kitty. I keep wanting to say Kate Moss. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a different moss. Yeah, it's a different moss. Um, but yeah, drives away from their house in their car. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, the the boy tether stops them. Um, he gets killed, but uh, the Wilson's son, Jason, is kidnapped by Red, the, the Adelaide's te- doppelganger. Yeah, yeah. Adelaide's tether, yeah. And so then Adelaide goes after her and the son, and they have a big final face-off, and we get the full story kind yes. of yeah. behind what's going on. And the son kind of seems to have had a realization. Sure. That maybe his mom isn't the mom he thinks he has. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're driving off into the sunset in an ambulance. Nope, sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah, we're driving <laughs> off into the sunrise in an ambulance as we also see that all the rest of the uh, tethers are recreating hands across America. Yeah, they are lined up across the countryside. It's, it's a great final visual with helicopters yeah. in the sky and stuff. It's it's really wild. Yeah, yeah. you have these green rolling it, hills with yeah. very bright popping red uh, jumpsuits. Jumpsuits, yeah. Like the the visual style in here is just really interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of attention paid to like you know really symbolic and really like visually uh, you know visually, impactful. Yeah. yeah. Stuff that you know, sticks things. in your yeah. mind. Stuff that, A, looks good on a poster and in a trailer, yeah. but is, like, memorable and, you know, yeah, and copyable. Like, it, well, yeah. it takes from from things that there's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, inspirations and stuff in it, but it's its own thing. But yeah. that last, that like, because, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're riding off in the ambulance and you're like, oh, cool, happy ending, kind of, you know. Like, okay, but the family lived. And then it pans up and you're like, oh, right, the country's going to be a mess now. (laughs) That's such a great, weird gut punch of a final shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything specifically you wanted to start talking about? Like, maybe the first third of the movie? Yeah. Well, it starts out in 1986. Yeah. Focused on the TV, talking about... Hands Across America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before we know it's Hands Across America, they talk about from sea to shining sea, including the Twin Towers. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is way back. Right, right, right. Yeah, it says from the Golden Gate Bridge to the Twin Towers. Yeah. And then we see that a commercial for Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And then this mother, father, daughter on the boardwalk. Yeah. And then we get the text, Santa Cruz, 1986, which yeah. I thought was unnecessary, but okay. Yeah, you, <laughs> you laid that track of like, okay, I understand that this is the past. And like, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's young Adelaide, and her father is at the, the pitch, you know, pitch and toss game or whatever, and he wins her a prize, and it's the Thriller t-shirt. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, I, I guess you have to specify, because, like, I guess you could win a Thriller t-shirt today. Yeah. Right? Like, that seems like a boardwalk thing to win. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's how everybody was running around with all those uh, Rolling Stones t-shirts. It's true. Mm. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe she was just like, oh, my dad won it for me on the boardwalk. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was At, at the kidnapped. pitch and toss, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> uh, so we... These, these <laughs> so parents saying, well, are not happy. What you're saying is Frankie is lucky to have survived. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Because that young tethered girl in disguise could have killed her. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, although, so, you know, this is something that's, like, pointed out in trivia and stuff like that, and it's also something that you might pick up on watching the movie, but, like, the tethered don't seem to really want to kill people that aren't their doppelgangers. 
they'll yeah. like fuck with them but they won't really be as aggressive as they are with their actual other person i don't know if it's like turf sort of stuff or if there's any kind of like mystical reason why yeah yeah i mean i don't know i mean yeah. that's not in this movie like that's yeah. not you oh know, no i know something but put forward but like that is mythologically that... yeah in the joseph campbell like power of myth uh hero cycle thing that's a very common uh thing of like you create the thing that destroys you like you know yeah. usually you are the impetus for your own destruction in in a hero cycle yeah and it's usually some kind of perverted version of you doppelganger thing mm-hmm. which is why like comic books modern mythology a lot oh of, yeah there's all, all these like shadow and right. bizarro and yeah exactly you know, you know spider-man yeah. has venom who's exactly like spider-man but bigger and meaner and bad and you know superman has bizarro who is you know a, a twisted version of him and you know on a more uh, granular level like lex Luthor is the opposite superman because instead of being strong he's smart instead of being an alien he's you know from here and very like earth centric and mm-hmm. you know even though they you know they think they're coming at the saving the world thing you know, but they're coming at it from different angles. Mm-hmm. Also, he's bald, and Superman has a wonderful head of hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's so much to process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so these parents are not, they're not really happy no, together. No, it's, it's not a great re- relationship. There's a lot of bad marriages in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim Heidecker and uh, Elizabeth Moss are so waspy and shitty to each other i loved it they're both individually despicable and then they're also terrible to each other so also it feels like a good match tim heidecker is fucking exhausting like he's a friend you definitely probably have or somebody you know who is just exhausting yeah but yeah so the little girl is left with her dad who's not paying attention so that her mom can go to the bathroom yeah in the 80s 1986 so i guess this must have been like right before like stranger danger maybe i mean because i'm thinking like because the 80s is like when we finally realize oh right random people can just take our children although statistically unlikely most of most of child abductions are actually like by a parent usually yeah usually usually from like you know divorce proceedings and they don't actually have custody and they take the kid anyway yeah it's something like 80 percent or whatever but like you know not not to say that like you can't have your kids kidnapped by a stranger because that totally can happen so you know yeah probably worth it to be and then also you figure like a parent's probably less likely to kill their kid right to piss off the other parent whereas a stranger doesn't necessarily care yeah so so baby girl walks off yeah man oh and yeah, she, she sees she, the guy with the sign that says oh, yeah. Jeremiah eleven eleven. Yeah, like a, a, a homeless guy. Yeah, the beach bum. Yeah, beach bum, with a little cardboard sign. What is Jeremiah eleven eleven? Did you? Oh my gosh, it I looked it up and I don't have it. Oh. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah, it says <laughs> you looked that it up. <laughs> one day God will send evil upon mankind, and mankind will ask for help, and He will say no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Right. Woof. And God was God had just finished reading uh, Watchmen. (laughs) So he's like, you'll ask me for help. And I'll look down and say, no. But, actually, um... it's it's taken from the part where, um, you know, it's it's uh, worshiping false idols and everything. So God's like, you know, no, 
I don't cotton to that. Yeah. Worship uh, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're going to get got and I'm not going to care. <laughs> yeah, worship your false idols if you want, but then I'm not going to help you. Oh, man. Brought this on yourself. Yeah, which definitely becomes clear later. But mm-hmm. yeah, she goes onto the beach and then she goes into the tunnel where to quote unquote see herself yeah where it's uh clearly it there's called? nobody in there it is uh the shaman's vision quest <laughs> which is really mixing metaphors not metaphors there but i mean like right because like uh sh- yeah shaman is not a super specifically native american thing yeah. vision quests are more specifically native american yeah far, yeah shaman is more um like south american yeah i think but later on in the present day, we'll see that it's turned into Merlin's forest. Oh, but still says find yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. like the the inside is similar, if not exactly the same. Oh, it's exactly the same. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if it was totally... even down to the owl. Oh, the owl is definitely still there, <laughs> but I wasn't sure if they'd repainted anything. But um, yeah, it's like different audio playing inside, but they just changed the sign. Yeah, they rebranded it. Yeah, which is, I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, a big thing that I think works in this is the concept of like. Uh, appropriation and you know like specifically like white people coming in taking you Mm -hmm. know taking over some that's why like what's what's whiter than merlin well i i thought also that it was um just kind of reflecting like the change in time and how I think you know it's, things. I think it's both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you no, know, I... it didn't become like a different Native American branded thing. It yeah. became Merlin's Forest. Yeah. No. I. I didn't. I mean, in I, two thousand and you know nineteen. Like, yeah. It's not like that's a popular thing right now. Right. No. I didn't have that read, but it's an interesting one where like yeah, it's more symbolic of uh. Yeah. You know, the, the idea that like yeah, land stealing. Basically. Yeah. The idea that somebody else is coming to take what you have. I mean, also, you know, Merlin's um, from, you know, the very Anglo-Saxon That's what I mean, like, what's, what's whiter than Merlin? Because, yeah. like, yeah. Merlin is part of the King Arthur legend, and yeah. King Arthur is, uh, you know, the aristocratic ruler of, you know, the British Isles. Yeah. Like, it's pretty white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't get a super whole lot whiter. I mean, I guess it could be, like, Jerry Lewis's fucking vision <laughs> oh, quest or whatever, God. but... Can you imagine? <laughs> the narration inside would be amazing. <laughs> Like, find yourself <laughs> for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They'd probably make a ton of money because people would be like, oh, I gotta see this. And then they'd only get, like, ten feet in, then they would just immediately leave. Mm-hmm. So the turnover is like, great, you're making tons of money. Yeah. Just hand over fist. Only have to clean the first third of it. Yeah, the rest of it's just a fucking wasteland. You only yeah. have to paint the first hallway. Yeah. <laughs> After it makes that first deer leg to the left, you're just like, I don't gotta do it. <laughs> But yeah, this girl, she's, I think it's her birthday, too. I'm pretty sure they mentioned that oh, yeah? when he was asking her what prize she wanted. I don't oh, know. Maybe. maybe it's worth checking that. Yeah. Oh. I don't think it matters. No, but I mean, like, that's an interesting detail, yeah. Well, yeah, because, yeah, like, if, if it is her birthday, like, symbolically, that's, you know. Oh, yeah. Because it's also, it would also moment. be the Tethered's birthday, yeah. technically, and then, and then the also, birthday, yeah, like, yeah. kind of thing. Which, but yeah. she's kind of brave. She's she has no Yeah. She's not, you know, really scared of anything because she walks off from her parents aimlessly, yeah. it seems, passes by the scary beach bum, goes onto the beach by herself where yeah. it's complete darkness, 
and then wanders into this maze of mirrors. Yeah. The owl pops out. She doesn't scream. No. The lights yeah. go out. She still doesn't scream. Yeah. She's very cool, calm, and collected. I think I think later on we're meant to understand like that she feels something. Yeah. Like there the you know the red has that dialogue about like and we were special, you know, that that kind of thing. So I think like they have uh like a better connection yeah or a stronger connection or yeah. you know they're they're closer than the other like everyone else theoretically is unaware that they have a tethered but she at least for this like moment at this time like felt that she did she's mm-hmm. mature yeah, yeah, yeah and i think she's bored yeah and like her not parents, challenged and her parents suck and like right yeah i think she's just like some there's something there's something calling to me this way and like I'll yeah yeah that's my birthday yeah so yeah I can, so I can do what I want <laughs> yeah so she's in there the her on the beach by the way is a gorgeous shot like yeah uh, uh like backlit by the lightning and stuff is like such a such a good so shot. worried for her yeah she's in a maze of mirrors but then she sees her own back which you can't see in a mirror yeah no and then her eyes get really big. And then we just see a room full of rabbits in cages. Opening credits. Yeah. Yep. And um, I'm like, what is this? With that like Latin choir music. <gasps> yeah, which is great. You know? They use uh, use it really sparringly. Yeah. But it's always it's it's always like really cool and really kind of fun every time. Yeah. Like it's it's real. Um, I don't know. Did they do that in like Children of the Corn or something? Or uh, the Omen? Definitely. The Omen, I think. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like very much that horror movie thing of like, yeah, having you know, uh, an ominous like choir singing Latin, you know, yeah. where it yeah. just kind of makes you feel a little unsettled. <laughs> it's just all these rabbits as we so uh, right, from it. so many rabbits. Yeah. I read that uh, Jordan Peele just doesn't like rabbits. He thinks they're creepy. Wow. Huh. So, here's the thing, is, like, I think I might have mentioned this when we first watched this. Mm. I don't think that this is actually the intended symbology, but it reminded me of Alice in Wonderland and the White Rabbit. Sure. And also, the second book is Through the Looking Glass. Oh, yeah, sure. Whoa! Yeah, that's a good point. But, I mean, that's also a thing that just happens where it's like, you know, if you put a bunch of symbols in your book or movie or whatever somebody's going to have some kind of connection to it right right mm-hmm. and th- and that's the thing that's kind of my overall feeling is that there's a lot in this movie and i don't think all of it i mean e- even if it's not all intentional like that might that might be intentional might not yeah but there's a lot in this movie that i, I just think it's it's all it's like too much there's there's too many like plates in the air kind of yeah because um, i think it's addressing a lot of issues yeah. And a lot of, like, topics and themes and stuff, but it's less focused there, you know, because there's yeah. so much. You know, I, I don't think anybody could make, you know, uh, a movie that covers all that kind of ground in, you know, relatively brief runtime. It's not an especially long movie. No. Um, and, you know, it's not especially dialogue or backstory heavy. It's not, you know, yeah. people info dumping every five minutes. So. Yeah, no, we have very nicely, you know, paced action sequences where we take our time with it yeah. and spend enough time doing that yeah they're simple and, not overly complicated but right. they're really tension heavy and yeah i will say a lot of the info dumping that he does do um is done in whimsical ways which makes it more palatable as well yeah because like you know a lot of it's red 
saying things uh, almost in kind of like she's telling us a, a bedtime story mm. kind of way. So, okay, do we want to just address, like talk about the backstory? Sure, yeah. You want to... Did you want to go through the whole, like, actual timeline thing, or... Um, yeah, so, well, we get three three backstory, three instances of backstory. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is Adelaide, um, their first night, like, after the beach. She's kind of, she has been getting more and more anxious since, uh, since, uh... Arriving uh, in Santa Cruz. Yeah, well, what's, uh, what's her husband's name? Um, uh, Gabe. Gabe. Since Gabe mentioned going to the beach. Mm-hmm. And she, you know... She tells him, like, I had a bad experience there. And he's like, well, you know, we'll just, we'll leave by sundown. You know, and she's no. like, fine. They go. And at one point, Jason wandered off to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and she and freaks out about she it. She freaks out. And, you know, they were going to leave anyway. So Gabe's like, all right, well, let's just pack up. We'll all go home. And then he, you know, asks her, like, hey, what's up? You seem, you know, especially tense and weird. She's staring out the window. And it's a great shot because it's not... Uh, you know, Lupita Nyong'o, it's her reflection mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the, you know, window with the tree outside. And also she tells we're us. seeing the back of her. Well, yeah. <gasps> wow. so that's what I mean. Like, yeah. and, it's, and then it pans up and it's just her reflection on the screen. And yeah. she's saying like, you know, I, uh, I wandered away. I went into this hall of mirrors and I saw this girl and she was me. And he's like, you yeah, know, there's a hall of mirrors. She's like, it wasn't my reflection. She was me and she's real and she's out there and all my life, I've felt like she's coming for me. Mm-hmm. And I've, there have been so many coincidences lately. And I think that's her. You know, I think that's a sign that she's getting closer. Yeah. And that's when the lights go out. Yeah. And that's when there's a family in our driveway. Yeah. So that whole moment reminded me of paranormal activity. Because, okay. we haven't know, this... seen that. So. What? Yeah. Have not. No. no. Oh! Somehow, well, the premise never saw is that this woman is married and never told her husband by the way i had an air quoting imaginary friend when i was little and i don't really know what happened to my imaginary friend so this might be my imaginary friend fucking with us and it's like i ask my husband all the time please tell me all your secrets i don't know how crazy they are but i need all the information i can get because if you have some doppelganger out there that's going to come and kill us i need to be prepared she blindsided gabe so okay <laughs> i mean i actually do have that as a note because he's like how how come you've waited this long to tell me and i'm like have you really told your husband all of your childhood traumas like is that a thing people do because like do a lot of people have traumas maybe that's it though maybe but like well i, feel I know like, i, I know like i every, haven't told I like... you every little thing sure. that's happened to me that's like been kind of fucked up i've told you a couple of like the important ones but right. you know well yeah. i think everybody does have trauma because trauma is not quantifiable it's right. whatever is the most traumatic thing to you and for yeah. some people it's like i whatever didn't win the spelling bee and for other people it's like my whole family was murdered by a polar bear you know like yeah it's a sliding scale yeah <laughs> um but i think everybody does but then like yeah how, how do you how do you bring that up though because you don't want to bring it up too early in a relationship because that seems... Crazy. Real crazy. Yeah, and but like... she should have told him before they came on this trip. If they're anywhere near Santa Cruz, she yeah. should have been like, by the way... And this is way, not their first year. Yes! They've been coming yeah. back here. It seems like they've been here, you know, ever at least ever since they had kids. There's like pictures of the kids yeah. younger on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the I kid, don't know. Yeah, and like... But yes, I would be like, can we vacation somewhere else? Yeah. It's a little weird. Just say you have warrants. <laughs> you don't have to come clean just be like i can't go there i have warrants I, can't. 
I'm, I'm going a scofflaw. To, I'm going right, to no, always suspect you. Also, that's where her family stayed when they when this whole thing happened. I guess because oh, yeah. then there's the ballet bar yeah, that true, she comes yeah. across and a so picture I guess it's of her family's, Yeah, it's her family's yeah. uh, cabin. Well, I thought that the ballet bar wasn't actually there, but it was just that she was like remembering. No, herself. I think the ballet oh, bar was, it was yeah. actually there. Because when okay. she yeah. enters, the camera's like behind the ballet bar, and oh. I remember seeing it and thinking, "That's weird. Do they dry their clothes on that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, there's little me." Yeah, oh, that's weird that they made little her a little studio. Box. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I thought that was just, like, a physical representation of, like, her remembering uh, right, right, when right. she was... Like, what well, she in, sees in, young in her dance. there. Yeah. 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 But that, I think, was the only huh. imaginary thing there. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought the ballet bar was real. Maybe it's not. But it's I don't art. know. They've been going there. They've been going to this cabin her whole entire life. Yeah. And then she has the cabin, and her and Gabe are constantly going. And I'm like, girl, like, no, she should have said something. <laughs> Yeah, so, man, now that you mentioned that, okay, <laughs> put a pin in that, because I do want to come immediately back to okay. that, but let, let's, uh, let me finish explaining this backstory, because yeah. it's important to what I want to talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, the rest of the backstory we get in two parts from Red, Adelaide's Tethered. Yeah. And the first one is a straight-up bedtime story. It starts with, you know, once, once upon, upon a time, time, there was a girl. And, and her shadow. Yeah, and it, shadow. yeah, I mean, yeah. it goes on to, like, yeah. she had a shadow, and whenever... It's 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 about the two of them. It's about like surface dwellers, the Wilsons, and then the tethered Wilsons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like when the girl ate, she got her food warm, and you know, but the her shadow had to eat raw, uh, you know, rabbit raw and bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, you know, on Christmas the girl got toys and they were soft and cuddly or whatever, and she's like, but the shadow got you know sharp things that were so sharp they cut her hands to play with them and stuff, and. The girl met a handsome prince and fell in love, and the shadow uh, met Abraham, and it didn't matter whether she loved him or not, because he was the prince's shadow, which is horrifying. Mm -hmm. Like, this is all, like, wildly fucked up, and I really like this backstory. Like, Mm -hmm. it really, this really works for me. Um, And so, yeah, then the the girl had a a daughter, and um, the shadow gave birth to a monster, and then the girl had another child, a son, and he had to be cut out of her, but the shadow had to do it herself, which is also fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all we get in that first one, really, right? Yeah. And then less. the second one is more, it's less metaphorical, and it's more specifically like, it's Red telling Adelaide, you know, that night, you remember, wandering away from, you know, fam like wandering away from the family and coming down here and you know and it's revealed that um the tethered you know little girl adelaide choked out adelaide yeah drug her back handcuffed her to a bunk bed i don't know and then i question all of that and well and then (laughs) swapped clothes with her and then she went up and you know replaced her on the surface and now tethered adelaide was down there yeah, so basically okay. the the Adelaide that we've been following the whole movie is really a tethered right. that... Learned to live on the surface. Right. Yes. And Red was the little girl that we saw walk away from her parents at the Midway. Right. And come upon this girl that looked just like her. Right, which yeah. is why Red can talk and none of the other tethered can talk. Right. Even though her voice is, like, fucked up, that's because mm. A, she was... I think it's symbolically that she was choked by the tethered girl. 
Um, but also it's probably disuse because she doesn't have anyone to talk to. So why would she talk? She communicates with them through like hand signals and grunts. Yeah. Um, cause that's what they understand. Right. Um, but yeah, that's where you lose me. That, yes. that second bunch of backstory, I, I'm like, I don't need this. Yes. I don't need this in the movie because it makes, it makes me have too many questions that I wasn't asking before. Right. Right. Well, cause that's the whole thing is like when she's talking as red and she's telling this whole backstory of like humans built this underground and they were scientists and they wanted to split the human into two yeah the, but she, they couldn't figure out how to, to separate control the soul something. right yeah. yeah which is like already like i'm like that's an interesting concept but i don't think we need it right and then she's like well also oh, man there's so much this, like, this i guess is, this... i guess he was trying to make it a little bit more plausible than just having it be totally supernatural but then at the same time yeah. it's Tenuous. Yeah, well, he was trying is, to put reason behind it. Putting putting it too firmly in the real world makes me go, where the fuck did you get... Okay, I looked it up. 2019 when this came out, mm-hmm. rounding, the human population of the U.S. Mm-hmm. is 300 million people. Mm-hmm. Where do you get 300 million right-handed brown leather driving gloves? <laughs> <laughs> but not everybody is in that one location because no. there's all these tunnels all over the place. Right, but yeah. she said but she implies that like, you know, this took a long time to plan. Right. And like I even will cuz I was like, where the fuck did you get these jumpsuits? Yeah. I'll even give you a pass and say maybe there that was the the company, the scientist company that created the tethered, maybe that was all their jumpsuits and they found a storeroom or whatever mm-hmm. and we're just not shown that. That's fine. But the right-handed driving gloves, for no reason, yeah, because I think like somebody online was like, "Oh, well, you know, the it cut her hands to play with the toys, that's like that's I why thought. they wear the gloves." But it's like, but some people are left-handed and would have to wear them on the yeah, left hand. Yeah, they only had them on one on, hand, right? Because of Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. that's why all yeah. the all yeah. the uh, jumpsuits are like waders, like he, oh, you know, the, yeah. the high Gosh. the high ankle things mm-hmm. and. And the one glove, Michael Jackson, but it's palette swap Michael Jackson. It's also vaguely Freddy Krueger. Yeah. In the beginning, on the TV screen that's showing Hands Across America, there's uh, shelves on either side, and there's tapes. Uh Uh-huh. One is the right stuff, which is uh, the, you know, NASA space program thing. Okay. Based Um, off of a really uh, tough book. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, talking about, like, how deadly it was to yeah, be uh, a astronaut. test pilot and an astronaut. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's all, it's all about that. It's about yeah. like, you know, breathing yeah. into a new frontier yeah. and what it costs. Yeah. To do wow. that. Yeah. Great other, book. Real hard to read. <laughs> the other ones uh, that I saw are Chud, which are, yes. are about cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. That's what Chud stands yep. for in New York that live in the sewers. They're radiation based yeah. monsters. Yeah. Was that like and 70s, 80s. 80s horror movie? Yeah, yeah. I think early eighties. Yeah. Um, and then, um, a Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger, you know. Mm-hmm. Also the Goonies. Oh, is that on the shelf oh, too? Because they definitely reference the Goonies yep. later, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, these little Easter eggs. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, it's lousy with them, this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, wow. you know, Jordan Peele, uh, like, he he's a, a fan, you know, he's a, a scholar of horror movies, filmmaking and stuff, so he likes to put these little nods in without beating you over the head with them too yeah. bad. The kid's got a Jaws shirt, uh, yeah. Jason. Yeah, and there's some definite Jaws mimicking, mm-hmm. yeah. like, you know, moments. Yeah. I mean, the beach, you know, whatever, but uh, specifically when they're at the, the, boat. the boathouse, the lake, uh, yeah, when um, when Gabe knocks Abraham into the lake, and yeah. then the uh, life preserver huh? surfaces again, it's like the buoy uh, surfacing in Jaws. Yeah. 
and the monsters in the water. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. But like, yeah, realistically, it's like, where do you get this many right-handed, like, brown leather driving gloves? They're not mismatched. They're all exactly the same. It's a uniform. But right. like, there's no way that the staff, you know, of this like science staff would have to wear these right these driving gloves. Like, yeah. they're specifically, it's such a weird choice. Yeah. That's bonkers to me and then I mean, the idea that they manufacture them or something down there just makes me go well why can't they just make food then you know like why why are right. we eating rabbit raw when we could in theory make fucking spaghetti like yeah. the gloves are all rabbit leather i cracked it oh uh, you make rabbit leather is that a thing you can make not? leather out of anything with skin dude i guess yeah. that's true i never really thought about that yeah yeah there you go okay they, they wow. even have like snake skin Boots and belts and okay, shit. Okay, but yeah. rabbit leather and that level of manufacturing oh, no, I'm not... definitely calls into... Qu- okay, no, I'm going <laughs> yeah. with your premise. I'm, I'm being facetious I will buy yeah. that. Okay. But my thing is, but then why can't you... There's no way you guys could put together to cook the rabbit? Like... Yeah. Like, hey, that in ki- the history of... Only that one kid likes fire, all right? So this is so now I am. <laughs> and he wasn't very good at it because that's why half of his face yeah. was fucked. Right. Now yeah. I am coming around to the side that Red is the original Adelaide because maybe she's the only one right. that was she's... mad that she had to eat raw rabbit. Maybe everybody yeah. else was like, "This is just what we eat." Right. Like, why this is our so life. She's that? the only one that knew what they were missing. Right. Yeah. Um. But instead of you know, instead of being like, "Well, I can teach you guys how to cook rabbit, and then I can be you know." the savior of the tethered race she's like no no i'm gonna be the che Guevara, and we're gonna <laughs> militarize and go like which <laughs> again makes a kind of sense oh, but yeah. it's so wild to me like yes. well it's it's how we got world war ii and if you could oh elaborate on this a, a big reason for world war ii was uh germany had a bunch of sanctions on them from world war one it caused a lot of anger and uh, poverty in Germany. Right. And that's what allowed the okay. rise of the Third Reich was the dissatisfaction with living conditions okay. and yeah. the memory of what life used to be like and shit like that. That's what allowed Hitler to come to power. And then we get World War II. That tracks. And that is so kind of what Hitler. is happening. Yeah. She is the Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Of wow. the under people. I need more and, But, again, like... I don't mean Hitler in the way people use it on the internet. This is actually historical parallels here. Right. 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 You could just as easily say she's the yeah, Alexander she's, the Great. She's or... not a Hitler. She is Hitler. Right. Mm. She is someone militarizing yeah. her people. Yeah. To no, rise seriously. Up. Yeah. yeah. I guess I think that the writing just could have been a little bit smarter because when I'm watching it, I'm just like, I don't buy it that she's the original Adelaide. But now that we're discussing it, it's like, okay, yeah, it could make sense. But I think what threw me off is that she says, when I met you, like, she goes through this whole notion of, like, I was underground and then you left your parents and I went upstairs and I met you and I wish you would have taken me with you. Yeah. So that's what throws me off because it sounds like she was originally from the underground. Yeah, the 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 wording is really ambiguous. Yeah, I thought there were definitely parts where it was like, I wandered away from my family, and you think it's the family above ground, yeah. and it's really the family below ground. But then I I feel like there was in fact a bit of dialogue that was a little like inappropriately yeah. phrased. The part where she says, "I wish you would have taken me with you," that's what threw me off. 
that's I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the exact line. And it's like, wait, so if you're right, that's not that's not the way she would say it if she was. Although you know... maybe because she's so dissatisfied up there. Yeah. She's or, like, I wanted to be part of your world down there. I don't know. Maybe. Or, it's or a maybe circle. It's I, a circle. I wish you had taken me with you back to my parents above ground mm. and we could both have lived with them kind of thing. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. Well, because the girl that's talking is the girl from above ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's like, okay, you attacked me and you knocked me down. And you but we could have gone, oh, gone together. You I yeah. wish you would have taken me with you from being chained up on that bed. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. I guess. But again, that's, yeah. it's such a reach. And it, it just seems like such weird acrobatics to not give away the quote unquote reveal. Right. Yeah. Which is my other problem. I'll, I'll just I'll front load this with my other big problem with this. I think you could lose that last bit of backstory. It's yes. I'm on the fence. I, I like discussing it now. Mm-hmm. It does make sense, but it seems like a stretch to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think you could lose it, and the movie is mm-hmm. still very effective. I mean, I'm still on board. Um, and also, that final in-the-car, final flashback, mm-hmm. visual flashback of exactly what happened and the swapping and whatever. Um, and then we cut to, you know, like, still in the car, cut to Jason, and he has seen his mom, you know like kill her doppelganger yeah and he you know doesn't trust her like that's what you know she pulls him out of the locker and she's like you know it's she's like clears her hair out of her face and she's like look it's me it's still me and whatever and it's like like that's such a weird because it's like well they look like us you know like they yeah, you yeah. Know. so fact, like showing uh, you that it's you doesn't you know showing him that well, it's you she doesn't had matter. the longer hair though yeah yeah no yeah. but yeah. i mean like just showing your face doesn't yeah prove yeah. like it's it's it, it's not about how you look. It's about who you are. And right, now he right. doesn't know who you are. There's actually a bit of like that as far as like ironic lines. Because oh. even while she's like talking to her husband about like feeling like yeah, she's that, like I don't feel like myself, and he yeah. goes, you look like you exactly. Yeah. Oh. You look like yourself. Yeah, <laughs> which, which is I mean, which yeah. is really well written and yeah. really well delivered. Because Winston, it 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 sounds like a tension diffusing thing. Yeah, because he's like, oh, my wife is freaking out. I want to make her feel good, you know. Right, but, but I also I'm, don't want to validate this what i think is a wild fear right you know so i don't want to be like it'll be okay if she shows up well you know because then it makes it real yeah he wants to downplay it and make it like oh well you look like you ha 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 yeah but it's very yes oh yeah (laughs) it reminds me of a a story of twins who were not sure if they were the ones that they've been being called all their lives. I forget. They're, they're these two twin oh, wow. comedian brothers. They're Jewish. Oh, the Sklars? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there was a story on This American Life that apparently their mom used to always put them in. One was in a red baby diaper and one was in a blue back when you would make your own yeah. cloth ones mm-hmm. and you'd put the pins. Yeah. And then she took them to the doctor's office and when the nurse took them away to check their weights... She took those diapers with the colored pins off and put them in, like, Pampers diapers and brought them back. And the mom was like, oh, shit, now I don't know which one is which. So she just had to kind of guess. She didn't – they didn't find this out until, like, they were in their 20s. And they're like, what if I'm not me? And it's like, no, but you're always you. Right, Like, it doesn't matter what your name is. It's that thing of, like, identity. It's like, you know, who am I if I'm not, you know. So myself. even if right. even if the son is like, wait, so you were originally from below, it doesn't matter. She's still your mom. She's still the woman that gave birth to you. Right, yeah. but he also did just see her, like, savagely murder, you know, which <sighs> I, listen, 
I'm just all, like, I am hundred percent on team. You kill them. Yeah, like, right. Anybody comes into your house, you fucking kill them. Like right. anybody shows up with your face wanting to take your life, you absolutely kill them. And when the cops show up, you just go, "Look at him. Uh, He's trying to be me. I killed him because he wanted to take my life." Oh man. Yeah. I took his life in a more you know metaphorical but, way. But yeah, I think it's I think it's taking the tack of like again like the evil twin thing yeah. and stuff and. It's like that Simpsons episode, which I'm yeah. guessing was probably off of, or not it's episode, a, it's but a tree the, the Treehouse of Horror. Horror. Yeah, where it's uh, Bart's Hugo. evil twin, Hugo, that lives in the attic and eats fish heads. So shout out to and Hugo from uh, it's like Movie a, John. Uh, the evil twin's always on the left side, and it's like, oh, his scar's on the wrong side. Yeah, and Bart just <laughs> goes, are any of us really that surprised? Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, like, it's it's the thing of, like, well, you know. Right. If you're the evil one. It's the yeah. idea that, yeah, yeah. like, the, they, the tethered, are bad. And the surface people are good, which yeah. is like no. Which I so I inherently think, no. Yeah. I think it's that like you're taking a much more like nuanced view of good and evil than this movie wants you to take. Which yeah. it's is, not even. I don't even think it's you know. that it's what the movie wants you to take. It's that he's a child. Yeah. And these people, these tethered, you know, showed up, tried to, you know, like they yeah. terrified his family. They killed people. They tried to kill them. He views them as evil because mm-hmm. they're doing evil things. True. Um, okay. And then he was kidnapped and taken down there. Yeah. And, you know, but then he sees his mom, like, you know, savagely killing. You know, it's not a, oh, I can't believe I had to kill somebody. She runs her through and then chokes her and breaks her neck with, uh, you know, manacles. Like, yeah. Which is intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's some, like, Steven Seagal movie level of killing someone. Yeah. And, you know, and Steven Seagal is Steven Seagal and, you know, Adelaide is a mom like she's like you know not a navy seal or whatever like she's a great hero character for she's great she's story. great oh, she does she's really good bear. action roles mm-hmm. seriously oh yeah mm-hmm. she's she's uh what was that movie little little monsters, monsters. she's it's not good but no. she's great in it yeah she's a uh like kindergarten teacher uh and they're on a class trip to like a zoo or something yeah. and uh a zombie apocalypse happens oh gosh yeah but I think the character of Adelaide is great. Yeah. Like, she's a hero that you don't see often enough. Um, um, oh, but. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we get that. We're in the car. You see this flashback of, of, you know, that lays out explicitly what happened and that she was taken down and she was handcuffed to a bed and she was left there. And that, you know, it, if you weren't, if you didn't get it, and this is the last 10 seconds of the movie or whatever, and if you didn't get it by this point, it drives home that, like, she was the tethered. She's been pretending to be, or she learned to be surface Adelaide. And, you know, she's been living in hiding, you know, and then living a life um, waiting for this day to come. And Jason is looking at her and he, you know, like I said, he's a, a great actor. Like, yeah. just that look says way more. And I don't think we need that, the flashback footage. And her, like, look at him is just as good. And then she has this, like, tiniest of, like, smirk. Mm-hmm. tiniest little bit and then it just cuts to the overhead shot of the car driving that's yeah. so much oh, more he, impactful he pulls his mask down yeah he puts his mask back down which is something yeah. that he kind of does when he's anxious in the movie yeah, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. yeah you know? and like and I think that's so effective so much more effective than spelling it all out mm-hmm. like the the way they like, again like you could have cut out whatever that is 25 seconds of flashback footage mm-hmm. and just had the, the the exchange of looks yeah and it's way more impactful yeah we didn't need it yeah it's way more chilling like yeah because i think you were wondering from the very 
not, not necessarily at the beginning because I wasn't really sure what was going on. Honestly, when they came to the present, I had to piece together that this was Adelaide. I didn't want to assume, and I'm doing the math in my head, sure. and I'm like, okay, it's like close to like 30-ish years later. Maybe she's the right age. Maybe this is her. So actually, and this was like a trivia thing, apparently uh, Lupia Nyong'o would have been three years old. Uh, yeah, yeah. In, you yeah, but so they, they like, yeah, fudged it a little bit. But, like, yeah. vaguely age-appropriate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Within, like, five years, probably. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think what you're saying is, like, oh, you want you wanted to make sure that, like, uh, Adelaide wasn't the mom, but remarried or something. Like, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh-huh. oh, okay, Lupita Nyong'o, I don't know how to say her name. Nyong'o, I think, yeah. Yeah. I want to say it right. But Lupita's character was I'm bad at Adelaide. names anyway, so. But yeah, I just felt like it took us a while, it took me a while, <laughs> to really get there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially with horror movies, especially modern ones where I think audiences expect a twist of some kind, right. or, you know, they expect reveals along yeah. the way. Um, you kind of have to go like, well, I'm going to guess this is you, you know, yes. until you explicitly know something. But like, there's always that, like, you're bookmarking it, where you're like, I can go back and... and you know, right, I because all and... we see is the little girl with this shocked expression. So I thought, oh shoot, she's dead. Also, they mm. gave the, uh, and this thing bothers me about a lot of stuff in the trailer for for this. I remember the trailer has the shot that they show in that final bit of footage of, yeah. uh, you know, tethered young Adelaide like reaching out and grabbing her. That's really? in, that was in the trailer. Yeah, it was. And that really bothered me that that was in the trailer. If it's such a big reveal later, and yeah. it's like. Because every time she, every time we would wow. cut back to that hall of mirrors, I kept expecting that scene, and it kept not coming. So then I was like, "Oh well, that must be a huge reveal, I guess." Yeah. But like, you know. That's a shame. Yeah. But and she has a really happy life. It's very evident. The writing is, I think, for the most part, the character writing yeah. is done really, really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. when Adelaide's young. There's not a lot of dialogue. There's not even a lot of, like, physical connection. But we can tell her parents are not happy. No. There's also, you know, watching it again, thinking about it, that first, that opening shot of, like, Adelaide watching TV, mm-hmm. and you see her briefly, like, reflected in the TV, is like uh, the the scene in Get Out, where um, Daniel Kaluuya is recounting, like, he was watching TV and his mom... Um, went to do something that she got hit by a car mm. and he heard it i think but but was too afraid to look or too afraid to oh, like wow. address the reality so he just kept watching tv mm-hmm. and like he's like that's when he's like he's clawing at the, the chair. arms of the chair wow. but it's the same thing of him reflected in the tv and yeah. he like you know referenced that in the opening shot of this and i was like ooh shit i didn't catch that the first time that's awesome also isn't the young Adelaide actress isn't her only line I would like number 11 <gasps> oh wow Whoa! I, think yeah. I just thought yeah. of that yeah I didn't even catch that as the first 11 yeah because that's wow. the thing is she really actually doesn't talk very much no. and like her parents you know bring her to a shrink because they're like she's not talking but then I was like does she even say anything and I yeah. was like oh she has I think one line yeah, yeah. even to her number 11 that's great yeah, yeah even to her th- tethered they don't say a word to each other yeah no it's wild which i guess because the tether doesn't know how to speak so right wow. but that, okay the i want number 11 that's her uh, mm-hmm. picking what prize she wants it's yeah the it's thriller a the shirt. thriller t-shirt and yeah when we, when we get that like the tethered point of view later of that the guy who is like they're, they're all in like a big hallway that kind of looks like the concourse of a mall sort mm-hmm. of it's tiled and there's yeah. these like centers but it's just like 
the tethered version of her parents are there her tethered version is there and the tethered version of the guy running the pitch game and he's just holding a shirt waiting for her to win and i'm like (laughs) how does this work then like there wasn't like a stack of shit that was back there that like we'll see what the surface adelaide picks but it's the multiverse is everything is basically predetermined yeah and your desk like if you believe in destiny like your destiny is already written in this other so universe. is that that's well, why and, she and they chose... created these clones or whatever to control humans right. so i think the idea so is that the, but then can... why can the humans control them because that comes up numerous yeah. times no, that's I, how well, they defeat pluto is, okay to... is jason you know right. makes him makes him hold his hands away so he can't light the match and he makes him walk but backwards but is it because okay. he's a spawn of a tether yeah i was gonna say two oh. things one the no. there's there's oh, weird yeah, difficult things but then two both of these children sets of children are hybrids yeah yeah it's yes. one tethered parent and one no. above ground yeah, parent above ground. yeah because of the swapping so they're like a whole so they're a whole person below ground oh, wait, wait, i think uh, I think Gabe does. Winston Duke, I think, does it. Because he's, like, knocked down and he, like, fixes his glasses. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Abraham doesn't have glasses, but he does the same, like, motion. But I think oh, Abraham is also okay. just, like, but, he has, like, a child mind. Yeah. So he was probably just doing it, like, like oh, what does him? that mean? Yeah, what what does that do to my face? Although, I mean, we also do see all the, like, you know... Uh, tethers underground mimicking what their oh, that's people true. are doing like the yeah. the roller the coaster and the their people yeah that's the thing is okay so if they were created to control people it doesn't seem like they're controlling the people it seems like the people are puppeteering them well the, i thought that the scientists created them so that the scientists could create could control both yeah so maybe it's that the tethered themselves don't have abilities see this is this is what i mean i know this that's is yeah, why is that it's too much it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, if it was just that um fairy tales type bedtime story backstory of like there was a girl she had a shadow whatever even if you left in the weird subterranean like mall thing yeah and the root the classroom full of rabbit cages that would just make me go holy shit i want to know more about this right but then answering it makes to. me not like it because it makes it makes me question like wait what but how yeah too much information it's like they say when you're lying you give too much information yeah yeah yeah, like my i haven't even seen the strangers but i love that the fact of their motivation is just because you were home yeah because you were home we just wanted to do it because my other question with all of this was why now like when the tethered adelaide decided to go meet the other the above ground adelaide yeah why then? Like, why did it happen then? As a, you mean as a kid or, or as a kid? In the and then again in the present. I think, why then? Well, so that's that's the other thing is this movie that has all this other stuff, has this weird MacGuffin of like supernatural. Again, it's like it's a supernatural thing that then he quantifies by placing it in the real world, but then it has this like nougat center of supernaturality to it. Yeah, yeah. Because the the like she has that line about like we were special. It's like okay, yeah. but there's no, there's nothing defining that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a quirk, um, and that's they both feel each other, like mm-hmm. more than the tethered. You know, don't know why they're mimicking things. They right. just are. She's conscious. But these two feel each other, and then they go and meet at like you know the 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 bridge between the two worlds, like yeah. right directly in that doorway, mm-hmm. which is cool, and I, I'm on board for that. But it doesn't make sense once you quantify it with like science and shit. Right. Um, and then you know, then she was now. Okay, they swap. So then, like, Surface Adelaide is now the tethered, you know, she's now underground, so she's forced to copy 
uh, you know, above ground. Yeah, which again doesn't make sense. <laughs> like it would be reversed. Then wouldn't you know? Wouldn't yeah. surface Adelaide, who is really a tethered, then you know, be mimicking underground Adelaide? Right. Like it doesn't make sense. The the mimicking thing doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't go both ways. Right. It, you know, it only seems to go like if you're underground, you do whatever. It's just that's weird. It's but then a lot. when she has her dance recital. Um, Red says like that's when I saw God, which and I that's don't when get. I realized she's like I spoke to God and I realized my true vision, which again makes her sound like you know a Che Guevara Hitler type. Of, yeah, like, what did that God mean? told me to we should rise up and take back the surface. She said something that like everybody around her, which I don't know if that included the scientists, were the ones that saw that like I she think was the, the one. Scientists are already gone. They're already done. I think yeah, even by the time the movie starts by eighty six, they're gone. Yeah, they just abandoned the tethered to the. Well, she said they devices. went crazy. Yeah, which I get. Yeah, and again, it's like they're in isolation, but they're mm-hmm. not. It's literally like the population of wherever. Yeah. You're just in a, in a mall. Like, I wouldn't go crazy if my entire world was a mall. It would just be the only <laughs> world I knew. Yeah. Like, I would have That's liked... the thing. It's like, oh, they, they didn't realize they were eating cold rabbit. It's all they ate. Yes. But it's like, so why would they go crazy in this underground facility? It's all they know. Yeah. They don't know there's a surface. They don't know there's more up there. She knows it. But then... Why wouldn't the first day they uncuffed her, I guess, from the bed, why wouldn't she then be like, I have to get out of here. Can yes! anyone help me get out of here? She yes. just She just went about the motions for a few years until... She was planning her revenge, though. Right. And, but that doesn't make sense because she shouldn't be motivated by revenge yet. She should be She's wanting so to young. get out of there. Yeah. Because no one's trying to stop her because yeah. no one knows what they're doing. Yeah. No one's there, like, keeping her. She should just be like, well, I definitely walked at, out of this fucking hallway somewhere. And she should explore until she finds the stairs again. The yeah. escalator. Yeah. I think if there, I don't know if it's meant for like a sequel or what, but if there was going to be all this crazy backstory, it should have been more about the child. Yeah. But maybe that wouldn't have been this, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I don't. that wouldn't have been as entertaining. But like, I almost see it as like, I think, I imagine there was a moment when the original tethered Adelaide was underground and she kind of like peeled back the curtain and realized like, oh shit, wait. There's something else going on here. Like, she was aware before she went upstairs and met the upstairs Adelaide, I think. For some reason, like, just that night in 1986, like... Yeah. These two things harmonized and, like, yeah. And they're, you know... and But again, the only explanation we're given is, like, oh, we were special. Right. But yeah, then... uh, Jordan Peele, give us a call. What's (laughs) happening here? But then when she has her dance recital and she's like, and I was below, you know, in the tethered mall... (laughs) Looks like yeah. Yeah. Um, dancing and she's like they realized I was special and I saw God and I knew what I had to do and I'm like but what does that actually mean? What does mean? that mean? Like what does that mean you saw God like because you danced like Yeah. I don't get it. I mean I'm, I'm guessing Is it the was idea just like, that, like an it was epiphany? The, well it was the was it the first time that the tethered had chosen a thing? I think that herself in general something clicked. I think she I agree that you would hope at such a young age, your initial reaction when you're uncuffed, we don't even know how she got out of those handcuffs, right. is to run and try to get back to your family. Right. But, you know, maybe she is that... like, I would imagine, you you know, as a kid, I got lost in the mall once when I was a child. <laughs> my dad and I were in the mall. I was busy. I don't remember one. And I don't know, I was looking at something and I looked and my dad was gone. And I started getting, like, really scared. And uh, I just walked back to, like, the nearest thing that I remembered, like, being at was, like, you know, some cart selling. I don't remember what they sold. 
Magic Eye posters. It was the 90s. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, it was either the late 80s or the early 90s. But, like, and I just, like, stood there and, like, I don't rem- I don't remember if I was crying. or But I was, like, definitely about to start crying. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the lady working at the booth was, like, oh, you know, did you lose your dad? And she, like, looked up and my dad was already, like, oh, hey, hey, and, like, coming over. And, like, that was it. But, like, so I imagine I would have, like, if I was this girl... Would have been like, all right, I'm handcuffed. I guess somebody uncuffed me or something. Who knows? I chewed through the bracelet. Um, <laughs> and then I'd be like, you know, crying and hysterical. And then I'd cry myself out. And then eventually I'd be like, I have to go back to the surface. Can anyone help me? And everyone would be ignoring you, acting like weird monsters. And then I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right. I'm not eating a raw rabbit. I'm fucking leaving. Right. And I would like. It's wild. You just walk and find a door. And like Again, there's no security protocol. Yeah. There's an escalator and a bunch of like doors but maybe the hall of mirrors was like shut down shortly after she got down there because maybe she did look for a way out and that place was just like not operating and it wasn't what it used to be because now we see in the present day that it's a completely even though the inside looks the same maybe she did try to escape but my thought process is like at that point when she's dancing it finally clicked in her head where she was like wait i have the power to change all of this and in her head, she be- wanted to, you know, be that cult leader. She yeah. decided, I'm going to yeah. be a cult leader. <laughs> so, isn't there dialogue when uh, they're on the beach and she's talking to Elizabeth Moss and she's like, oh, do you still dance? And she's like, no, I don't. I think I peaked at 14. <gasps> yes. You think maybe there was like a moment where... Um, Red had a little bit of control or something and realized she had some power and that that turned Adelaide off of dancing or something happened in that moment, maybe? Whoa. Because I don't remember exactly what that dialogue was like. I can see that. See, that's interesting and something that needs explanation. Right. It's not here. Right. But we get explanation in places we don't really need it. Right. That's an amazing... But yeah, that's an interesting idea that, like, they're something you know their their connection like flared again and they yeah. you know, felt each other str- more strongly and she realized like oh mm-hmm. something's coming yeah i really like because the... i mean that's the thing is we really don't get a lot of uh no. adelaide growing up it's just that so maybe that moment is important yeah oh it i think through the language wow. of film that that is the only thing we're yeah. showing that it definitely is but i don't know what it means right but if it's so important, it should definitely be explained besides some pseudo-supernatural mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. I saw God. We're special. Yeah. She's very God-oriented. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, we have uh, Ezekiel 11-11. Not Ezekiel. Uh, uh, Jeremiah 11-11. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a biblical yeah. verse. Um, and then also, there was, like, an IMDb trivia thing, which I kind of agree with, that, like, you know, Red references God. Yeah they don't appear to have a religion in the underground, so that's kind of a clue that she's from above ground because otherwise, how would she know of God? Especially if they're kind of products of science and science and God are like not usually in the same Typically, typically not. (laughs) I disagree. I think think there's room for both. There's room for the supernatural and the scientific. But isn't that a great battle in all of this? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but I think, I mean, that's definitely true that that's, I mean, that's also why her story, when she talks to the, you know, when Red talks mm-hmm. to the Wilsons, is a bedtime story. It's because yeah. that's what she knows. Right. Yeah. So theoretically, you know, theoretically her parents told her about God, you know, she's a young girl. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Say your prayers before you go to bed. That kind of thing. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. 
it's mind-blowing yeah um, like there's so much good in this that it makes what i what i see as its main like flaw it's that one bit of story that i don't think we need and that one like you know the 30 seconds of flashback footage that i don't think we need like that's the only flaw it's a little bit too much that right we don't need. so but even though that comes off as sort of like incomplete writing it has us like talking about it and divulging yeah. if i had just watched this and then just sat alone i wouldn't this would not have clicked for me. Yeah, no, I mean, like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, like, this it is a very... requires a little digestion, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I really, like, I enjoy talking about this movie, and, like, I think it's a very good movie, but I do think it's a little scattered. Yeah. Yeah, you... Uh, I have a tangent. <laughs> or I'll not a tangent, it. but a... a... I'll allow it. Uh, y'all notice Adelaide's the only one that stabs people, like, the underground, like, the tethered do, and that the rest of, like, her family <gasps> just bludgeons. Wow. Or, oh. uh... Because, like, you look at the dad killing his altar, it's with the boat propeller, but it's because he banged his head on it to get the propeller started. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, the son uses the tethering to dispatch his guy, but, like, that's still not a stabbing that's, no, you know. Not sure. Um, when they're killing the, uh, the twin doppelgangers and stuff like that, it's all with blunt objects yeah, like a, a putter and... and a geode statue mm-hmm. um the the girl kills her doppelganger with the car mm-hmm. yeah wow and Ooh. even then that was like a you know using centrifugal force to like separate yeah Ooh, maybe okay maybe i'm projecting here but so like you know with bludgeoning implements and stuff like that that's based around distance whereas for oh, uh knives and things it's personal. closeness sure so that's interesting that's like two strategies and so you do see like that kind of you know because like yeah, yeah with the car and with the backing up into the fire and stuff like that that's again increasing distance sure right and her subconscious knows that those are her own people yeah well and i mean yeah we see adelaide using a fire poker at turns as a bludgeoning weapon but also as a stabbing mm-hmm. tool and she uses the scissors to kill uh the, the, the yeah the yeah the, yep i love that uh dead twin reveal by the way yeah um because like when they go to tim heidecker oh, and elizabeth moss's house and they're all uh, you know dead and replaced by the the the, the tethered um then they start dispatching the tethered kind of one by one that kind of thing um the the kids go through the house and the twin tethered girls come out and they're yeah. all acrobatic and shit which is real creepy and well, great because the one girl was turning yeah, cartwheels yeah. on the beach oh, and yeah, so yeah. her tethered's doing it too yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the twins are acrobatic so the yeah. tethered are but i just like how creepy that is they're doing like handstands and like folding out of the closet and yeah stuff. it's great um and then um uh, zora the wilson's daughter mm-hmm. uh yeah like bludgeons the one with the golf club she falls off the balcony and you just hear this like really awful crash you know and you don't really think about it because there's still the other twin you're focused on that she does the same thing where she like beats the shit out of her and you know kills the other twin in the bathroom like it's bloody like there's like blood spattering you know off from off screen um and you kind of forget about it and whatever you know the they take care of the Elizabeth Moss one by, by knocking her on the head, like you mentioned. Jason uh, hits her with the geode, and then they're like watching TV. Yeah, they're watching the news. They're watching the on news. channel eleven. On channel eleven, yes, I noticed that. <laughs> and uh, it's it's people reporting like strange people wearing red jumpsuits and stabbing people, you know. Yeah. And it's news coverage of that, and it's it's like a shot kind of I guess from the TV's perspective of them watching it and you see some of the screen and then there's finally an overhead shot of all of them sitting around the coffee table and the coffee ta- in the middle of the coffee table is the dead twin yeah and she, I was just like oh it's so good and then I didn't catch that oh yeah, yeah. 
I think I actually looked up. I think you were taking a note about something. Oh, okay. And then it, it cut away, and I was like, ah, oh, it's not. I'll just, we'll just yeah, because when she came back, when in, she came back she in, she looks at the table. Yeah, I'm like what? And it's just an empty table. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, it's such a good reveal, and it also serves a purpose. And yeah. like that's where like that's great writing from like on Jordan yes. Peele's part. It because it's doing two things. Yes. It's yeah. not just a joke. It's not just a shock reveal. It's it's you know storytelling too. Which yeah. is great. Like, yeah. that shit is so impressive to me. I, you know, I, I write. I want to yeah. write uh, films and things. And, like, so when I see it done well, I'm like, yes, bravo. <laughs> and that's so good. Yeah. It is good. Also, okay, here's a, here's a quibble, which maybe it's just because I'm old. But um, for this waspy-ass family to, you know, they have their, their oh, the, Ophelia, the, f- the Alexa stand-in. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, you know, Ophelia, play the Beach Boys and blah, blah, blah. And, like, that's Tim Heidecker. You know, he's got tattoos and shit, but, like, he's not like, Ophelia, play Black Flag or play, you right. know, play the Descendants or anything. Like, he's like, Ophelia, play the Beach Boys. And <laughs> he's, like, jamming out to that, and then they get killed by the tethered. Um, but while they're, you know, like, uh, Elizabeth Moss is, like, bleeding out on the carpet, she's like, Ophelia, call the police. And it says playing fuck the police by nwa and i was like eh, wouldn't it just play the police right like wouldn't it just be like you know i can't i can't stand losing yeah, I, yeah, yeah. i'm fucking that up message in the bottle yeah, yeah like something yeah. like some other like... i guess because of the blood her voice is gargled sure. and ophelia heard call as fuck, fuck I, I don't guess, know how but, but I, sure elizabeth moss enunciated perfectly yeah. she's great yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think, yeah, Hunter's also more specifying that he doesn't think that they'd have a lot of NWA on their playlist. They I would just more likely like have <laughs> If Alexa police. is only getting half of that yeah. and is like, oh, that first part was garbled. But from what they said, it, I, I would imagine they're, they're going to they listen to more of the police than, than right. NWA. Yeah. Just yeah, a guess. Yeah. It just seemed weird. I like it. I still But I don't know yeah. what their twin daughters are up to, so no, one oh. they might a black have... flag shirt. Yeah. And they have that weird line where um Elizabeth Moss is like, Oh, the power went out, go back to bed and they're like, yeah. just because we're in our room doesn't mean we're asleep. And I was yeah. like, What the fuck does that they mean? They are the creepiest fam like again, this character writing is amazing. It's, good. it's really interesting. It's subtle. Like as soon as we meet the family on the beach and Elizabeth Moss hugs the daughter and we see her two daughters are in the background but they don't come up and say no. hi they're not she, well mannered Elizabeth Moss uh, makes them wave yeah she says she calls their names I forget what their names are but she's like Sid whatever wave and yeah they like begrudgingly they're right? just the nastiest two little girls they're yeah, not they're, little but no they're, yeah. they're older they're, than yeah they're like teenage age so yeah. it's when you're starting to get surly yeah you know yeah they're the worst yeah <laughs> um and then, yeah, I mean, like, you know, you look at their parents, like, they're not... <laughs> Which, I, that was the only thing, either. is I couldn't really tell right off the bat whether or not Elizabeth Moss and her husband hated each other, because I was like, maybe they're just being playful. Right, right. On the beach, it reads as maybe playful, where, yeah. you know, she's like, oh, would you get me another, you know, a glass of wine or whatever? And he's like, sure, you know, and he Gotta give her her medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, you want thirds? Like, and it's it's kind of, like, shitty, but, like, yeah. maybe they're just poking at each other. It yeah. wasn't until she says, I want to kill him. Well, that's the thing, is he's, yeah. like, he's handing the glass to her, and he's like, what do we say? And she's like, I hate you. And he's like, that'll do. And again, that was very playful, where yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe they're just goofing around. But then she's like, I think about killing him a lot. Right. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, I tell you all the time, I hate you the least. Yeah. I feel like they're definitely that couple, that family that the Wilsons only see when they go to the beach. Yeah. And she didn't want to go see them. No, no, Adelaide's no. character, she's like, I don't think it was just that it was 
Santa Cruz, I think she was like, I don't want to see this family. I don't yeah. like this family. <laughs> I don't blame her. Yeah, Gabe is somehow enjoys the company of the husband. I don't think he, I think he has a, a you know keeping up with the yeah. Joneses oh, relationship yeah. a with him. Yes. Yeah, where he's like he wants to he wants to go because he wants to tell him he got that boat. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as he does, he's like, oh, yeah, you, you got the life preserver? You got this thing? You got the flare gun? He's like, uh, he's like, I knew you'd fucking forget the flare gun. Yeah. Like, it's just shitty and, like, yeah, one-upsmanship. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've seen people be attracted to people that they know are shitty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that Gabe's got a bit of that where he's, like, you know, kind of excited to, like, see him and stuff because maybe you measure up now for whatever, like, weird priorities you have yeah Yeah, but like also like no fuck all of those people (laughs) come on yeah they're they're terrible um oh uh but speaking of the twins and and at the back at their their place when we see a shot of the the twins like dead in the hallway it's the same um they're laying in the same position as the dead twins in the flashback in the shining oh wow i read that in fangoria oh fun that's wild. Yeah, that's one of the uh, like Jordan Peele's like you know visual reference things, which again, is, oh yeah, it's, it's, I read Fangoria. I, 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 was, I was like, <laughs> I, I love Fangoria. It's great. Uh, I do. I love Fangoria. But yeah, um, and it and I didn't catch it at first in the theaters. When I read it, I was like, oh shit, that's true. Like that's great. That's a good. I haven't reference. seen The Shining yeah. in a while. Like, I love stuff like that. That's not hitting you over the head with it, where you mm-hmm. get it on second viewing. That's my problem with a lot of like filmmaking like referential filmmaking or television where it wants you know the audience when they get a thing when they you know they catch a reference they feel smart so they want to make it really easy to catch the references right but then they're really shallow and there's Mm -hmm. no like i think if you know you read a thing like you know you read an article from jordan peele in fangoria and uh (laughs) he says like oh here's 10 films that influence the making of of us and you know i reference them in the film that makes me want to watch it again yeah and analyze it and be like what is the reference like you know yeah you know and it makes and then it gives you a deeper understanding of the movie right and movies in general and movies as a a lot of work for one movie i love it as an audience member like as a viewer i I don't know i love that's that's the thing though is that like if you do it well you can have layers where it's like you can tell an enjoyable story, but then you can also put allusions to other works in it that people that want to right. do that kind right. of seeking right. Can, right. can feel good about the finding. The difference between this and other things is I totally missed that visual reference to The Shining, but I also didn't know there was a reference there. Right. Like, I'll watch something and go, this is definitely a reference to something because it doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the movie. It doesn't fit the like direction style or the writing. Like if it's a line they put in and I'm like, Oh, this line must be from something else because <laughs> it doesn't fit. It's gotta be a reference. And then I'll Google it later and be like, yeah, there's a reference to some movie or yeah. some TV show or whatever. I'm like, yeah. Or even things that wreck the pacing where it's like, you hit that a little hard. Why did you do it that right. way? Why is this right. shot like this? Nothing else is like this. Oh, okay. You're referencing this. And it's yeah. like, well, why? Like, yeah, it doesn't make me appreciate it anymore. It just sticks out like a sore thumb. Whereas yeah. that was integrated. That felt, yeah. you know, like I didn't notice that it had gone by. It was, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's better. Yeah. Better, better craftsmanship. Better filmmaking. Yep. Yeah. And like, you know, there's nothing wrong with like, uh, the opposite end of that being like, like Kevin Smith stuff where he's just like, Oh, you know, like name drops things or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a different style of, of filmmaking. I'm not saying right. everything has to be super like, but like for a horror movie where it's all about pacing and stuff like you don't want to 
like you know we did the scream you know while episode a while ago and those references are both surface level and then like a secondary level like they name drop a bunch of stuff but then there's a lot of other things that are you know a little bit deeper that you don't catch on first viewing that you know that don't also don't slow the pace yeah like yeah yeah Uh, i really like the concept that uh, i mentioned it before that adelaide says like all the coincidences make her think that uh that red is getting closer i really like the concept that like noticing all these coincidences and things is like the universe telling you your destiny is closer that's a weird it's a really again a weird like supernatural metaphorical metaphysical like concept yeah and that gets a little mystical with like you know yeah like signs and omens and things and the the twinning and the 11 11 11 11 and and rabbits everywhere like what is the rest of her life yeah like i want to know like i feel like as we're watching it once you know she finally went underground to meet red i thought this all could have been a series yeah I'm glad it's not because yeah. I feel like The Walking Dead has gone on for way too long. Like I didn't <laughs> realize it was still on, and I'm like, how? Oh, The Walking Dead has become a metaphor for itself. Yes. Yeah. But it's um, something that is continuing on long after it yes. should have stopped. Right. Living. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I wonder, like, when she reached 14, up to the age of 14, she knew. Do you think, like, she knew that whole time that she was from the underground, and then at the age of 14, she forgot she was from the underground? Yeah, because that ending thing almost plays like she is putting it together. Right. But that doesn't make sense. I think she forgot. I mean, I, I mean, maybe, because, like, that happens, people, you know. She was so integrated. Yeah, and, yeah. I and mean, people, also, people like... shit on Stephen King a lot, but, like, there's a lot of that in his books of, like, I forgot these horrible things happened, yeah. you know, yeah. until I'm presented with them again. I like... mean, there's repression, and there's also, mm-hmm. like, if you tell other people or yourself a story enough times, you start to believe that it's right. true. So she might have just yeah. been, like, trying to convince herself that, no, I've always lived up here, and yeah. I had a scary thing that happened one night, but I, I'm i still me up here. I've always That's been me up point. here. Like, that yeah. kind of thing. And we kind of have that, you know, we sort of see the moment when she decides she's going to like so, become you know the, the become surface adelaide and that could mm-hmm. be why she never told any of this to her husband yeah she really forgot yeah maybe it just wasn't yeah. a thing that she, but she does say like all my life i felt like she's coming for me mm. yeah i don't know but i mean again but it might she, it might have been that she had again made up her story her version or, that right. she bumped into a weird doppelganger and then somehow got away and they just didn't talk for a few days or whatever right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah also that fucking ther- that child therapist's office like you really gonna have that meeting with the door open like that right that little girl can definitely hear you right and she's lining she's up all dumb. the animals in the sand and then i wonder well and i wonder like about her family dynamic after that point because do you think yeah. her parents stayed together I don't think that her parents stayed together. And when Gabe says, oh, grandma just died, I'm yeah. wondering, like, is it Adelaide's mom or is it his mom? Yeah. Because if it's her mom, now she's completely, quote unquote, alone from her original family that she assumes is her family. But yeah. We don't, yeah, I don't, we don't know. get enough of yeah. There's to, just to really so many questions. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if we need the answers, but I'm curious. Yeah. Well, so Hunter, I don't think you put it this way on tape but i remember when we first watched this you're like i either would need a lot more explanation or a little bit more cut so it's more ambiguous you could go either way but where we are right now it's not enough yeah i i mean i 
as it is now, I think if you cut that, you know, just a little bit of back, like that final realization, like backstory footage, and you cut that second bunch of, you know, explanation, A, you lose like five minutes out of your movie, which makes it just slightly shorter, which I'm right. always in favor of. Because I'm, you know, I'm old. And yeah, why? I was drinking why coffee this whole thing. I had to pee so bad. I gotta right. take a pee break. Yeah, yeah, why take two and a half hours to say something you can say in an hour and a half? Yeah. But nobody seems to think that way anymore. Right. Yeah, no. Well, because movies, it's it's a it's a snake eating itself because mm-hmm. movies are more expensive. So they're like, well, if the movie's longer, then you're getting your dollar's worth on the ticket price. But it's like, just make tickets less expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but the movies, just... are, movies cost so much to make. I'm like, really? Then why are they all so bad? I do really appreciate, too, how the Wilsons raised two pretty smart kids. Yeah, the kids as characters are great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Like, when he comes back from walking off and she has that, you know, she sort of tries to have a conversation with him about it. And he's like, yeah, I could have been taken by terrorists and predators. And he's (laughs) completely serious. And I'm like, because leading up to that moment, I was like, does anybody talk to their kids about how dangerous it is? And he has been talked to. Like, they've had conversations with their kids. These are things in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Terrorists and predators. Yeah. And the daughter's, like, talking about, you know, the government, you know, poisoning the water. water. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, doesn't anybody else care? About the end of the world? Right. She goes, I forgot. Nobody cares the world's ending. Yes! Um, oh! Which is a great delivery. It's a great line, but it's a great delivery. It's the impending doom. I love, um, uh, I got five on it, comes on in the car, and <laughs> there's, you know, like, Winston it's Duke is singing drugs. it. Yeah, and, and, and Jason goes like, what's I got five on it mean? She goes, it's about drugs. He's like, it's not about drugs. It's just a dope song. Don't, Don't do, do drugs. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but get the beat down. Oh, that's another thing. That's a callback. Yeah, Adelaide is off time. She yeah. snaps on the two and the four. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, which, if you're looking it at... It really bothers me every time I watch the movie. I understand <laughs> it's an artistic choice, but at the same, like, you know, for, for yeah. you know, reasons, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, which I, I mean, hate it. Is a, you know, it's like the idea is that she's an echo. She's a shadow. So she wouldn't yeah. be the one and the three. She'd be the two and the four. Yeah. But that's at the great. same time... Then how does the fucking controlling each other thing work? I need yeah. this explained, I guess. Or it's magic. It's Just magic. say it's magic. Yeah. It's science. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's magic. Oh. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I like that, you know, and that veneer of magic in the real world is in this. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. All the rep- repeating imagery of elevens well, and rabbits. Yeah, and, yeah. But also yeah. the, um, I mean, eleven eleven is like the make a wish yeah. you know, thing. And it's a mirror. Yeah. Number 11 is a mirror on itself. Yeah, the, you know? and then doubling it, like, yeah. and mm-hmm. doubling, doubling, and and all that. But but also, like, you know, the, that doorway between the two worlds is Shaman Vision Quest yeah. and Merlin's Forest. Mm-hmm. Like, it's magic shit. So, but again, like, then, then why put that... And see, I don't even think that was necessarily a Jordan Peele call. I don't know. I have no idea. No way yeah. of knowing. But Jordan, like that, call us. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Come on the podcast. We can watch any movie you want. Yeah. We'll talk about it with you. Um, but yeah, it's just like, maybe that was a, a, a test audience thing or, you know, a studio note, like, oh, explain it a little bit more. Well, that's what makes me wonder. So, all right. Once the Wilsons have killed the other family and the police are not picking up and then finally the son is like, how many twins are there? And then we learn about these people are actually coming out from underground Yeah. and we're like, oh, now the thing in the beginning makes sense. But did we need that text in the beginning? I don't think we needed it. No, it just... If only to say this is happening around the world, but 
they could have said that in the news report. So right. is that another test audience thing where they're like, we needed that in the so, beginning? Yeah, so we never see anything outside of, like, the Santa Cruz area. So, like, the idea, I guess, is not that this is happening everywhere, but that it could be. That you don't know what's underneath your town. I don't think the Ooh. text, we needed it. We didn't need it. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> Because I, I think that that would just be more ambiguous. Like, oh, is this a long network of tunnels? Like, where how far does right. it go? Or is it just like, you know, this is happening under this one part of the, you know, part of the world. But, like, who knows what's under your town? Like, like yeah. You know. It was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think it's so weird. It's such a cool, weird, and specific call to make it the Hands Across America thing. Yes. It's just such a weird call. And I, like, I love that. Yes. Like, I do too. I, I really do. Like, it's such an interesting. Because we've seen the poster for it, yeah. we know, oh, right, that's what the poster looks like. But it's also such a. I don't know if childish is the right word, but like, that's the only thing she knows from her time yeah. above. And so she's like, I'm going to use that to my advantage. But it's I don't also know. like Hands Across America was about uniting people. And uh, if you pay attention in the, the, the commercial in the beginning, they use the word tethered. Whoa. They say like you know uh, the ten thousand people, or however you know many, uh, will tether each other to. And she heard whatever. that word, right. and she kept that word in her mind. Yeah, and like I like that, like because that's that's that thing of like this is something she would know. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, this is she. She's the one who named them the tethered, God. and she actually and says when they break into the house, tether yourself to the coffee table. Whoa, mm. like, what a cult leader! And it's cool, and like yeah. yes, it is very culty of yeah. using specific language. Like yes, also why you pick scissors for your stabbing implement. Because they're cutting their, their tether. little puppets. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Scissors yeah. also, I guess, are like the t- it's two things next to each other. Maybe yeah. that's part. But Whoa. also, how, where do you get so many gold scissors? Again, like <laughs> it just makes me go like, but how and why? If it was all different right. kinds of scissors, if it was all different kinds of shears. Like there's black ones, there's blue handled ones, there's metal ones, there's this. Like that would maybe make a different kind of <laughs> sense. Like oh sure. Yeah. Rabbits. But, I think that's where yeah. you Yeah, the scissors are made from rabbit leather. See, right. now, now we're on top of it. That's where I can suspend the realism. I'm okay with that. See, I could if it if they didn't have that explanation of, of science in it. Like, the okay. oh, we, we were created by scientists and whatever. But it's like, so yeah, they didn't much. need it at all. No, if that wasn't in there, I Ooh. would take all of this as it's some but then spooky, spooky shit. And like, then you wouldn't need rabbits because, to me, the rabbits say science. Animal testing. Like, we tried it on rabbits first. Yeah. yeah. Animal testing. They live in rabbit warrens, so it's kind of like an underground. underground. They breed. Yeah, they breed fast. I mean, Um, that's why they test on them. So one of the things that was uh, listed in the little beginning thing was abandoned mine shafts, where you can get gold from. (gasps) Whoa! (laughs) Yes! See, then that opening text should have had more stuff, where it's like, like, and sometimes there are storerooms full of red jumpsuits and and leather gloves. (laughs) And pants that are just too short for everybody oh man and they all wore sandals they all wore sandals which is a wild that color. made well, me think of a cult because well, she, because she was wearing sandals well. it's because yeah when, on the beach yeah adelaide in 86 is wearing sandals man. when she wanders underground but again like then why would everybody adopt that she's not wearing a red jumpsuit she's wearing like a t-shirt why wouldn't everybody be wearing off-brand thriller t-shirts <laughs> like that's what i mean it's 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 him choosing an aesthetic over logic but then trying to explain the aesthetic right which is like just don't do that do one or the other either just choose the aesthetic that's and don't explain it or use logic wild. and explain it like that's wild agree yeah she's yeah because like that shit like that look that red blood red jumpsuit oh, you know beautiful gold scissors like beautiful and the one glove is 
super cool yeah. and like great and like i was surprised that year for halloween that it wasn't the number one right. fucking costume right because it's so good um and my only explanation yeah, what, is it what, came what out a little doing? bit too early in the year what I think were we doing it, instead everybody was doing harley quinn that year or something yeah everybody's yeah. gonna be doing harley quinn for no that was the ever. year before oh, that was the year before uh, my my friends in california were the couple from us yeah they did it they oh, pulled yeah. it that's off so fun. yeah that's, yeah that's great like i w- walked out of there being like that's gonna be like the, the it halloween costume right i don't know year. how accessible it is to get a red jumpsuit it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a, I have a black, like, mechanics jumpsuit uh, that I, I got from something. <laughs> Wasn't got... that when you were uh, in that uh, student film? Yes, it was in the short yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a bad guy. So, we what's were... the plan with their hands across America? See, that's the thing is, hands across America is about uniting people, but they don't How long do they unite. have to hold hands? <laughs> they don't want to unite. They want to take over so that doesn't really track as a message it and like yeah you're just gonna get people to notice and then i don't know yeah i think it's that it's imagery from some of her last right. days above ground i understand kind and of also, I understand where the imagery comes from i just don't get and also it that means. it's a demonstration of yeah now we're here it's a show of strength it's you know yeah. a military parade but done in a very like performance art yeah as as winston yeah. duke says a very it, subdued kind of way. Art? yeah i mean what's their next step you know once all their i guess they record their the halves album. are dead <laughs> hands across america but it's all tethered so it's just like <laughs> and like you said if there's the if they're the shadow of the other person and now the other person's not there how do they even know what to do right again, what do they do again how does that controlling work I think they're just now that Red is dead, and that was the one leading them. I think they're just going to be holding hands forever. That'd be great. It'd be mm. great if in in thirty years, they're just still there. Thirty years, he makes us two, and it's just like it's ten minutes long, and they're just like, yeah, they all died. And it's just like it looks over, and there's a bunch of red jumpsuits with bones in them all lined up, and just like. Because you have to weird. imagine if the Wilsons survived, other people had to have survived. Other people could theoretically, maybe. I mean. Yeah. Because, like, it's not like because Adelaide knew, you know, anything that they had, like, an edge. An upper hand. Yeah. Right. Because they still, you know, they were all, it was a home invasion. Like, they were all stuck in their house, and, they, you know, she was handcuffed to a table. It was just they had the urge to, you know, to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, theoretically. And I think also, like, you know, Red wanted to play with her a little bit more yeah. than some of the other, like, because the... Right. the other family gets killed off pretty quick with the, the teen yeah. daughters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Oh, that's another, um, like, twinning thing or ref- referencing the film itself. Like, the film referencing itself thing is uh, Elizabeth Moss, you know, when she, she like, seems like she wants to, you know, stab Adelaide and then doesn't. And then she goes and yes. sits down and she cuts her face. Yeah. That's where earlier she, that's, like, where she gestured when she says, like, I had a little work done. Ah! It's the same. It's the same spot, mm-hmm. like a like behind her like cheekbone. Mm. Oh man, it's, it's so good. It's so weird. I love I love Elizabeth Moss like a, a tethered Elizabeth Moss, um, Dahlia, applying mm-hmm. the makeup. Mm-hmm. She's like, so happy. Yeah, and like it's we don't need that, but that I would not cut. Like that's right. such good character development for them. I think it says a lot about them wanting to be above ground. Right. We and, don't have these things underground. And I also love the way. Um, tethered tim heidecker is named tex i love the way he moves mm-hmm. because it's creepy like he does like creepy like animally kind of stuff but yeah. like his like 
It's like in a video game, like that weight animation, where if you don't move Sonic for a while, he like crosses his arms and looks at you and taps <laughs> his foot. He kind of like when he gets on the boat, he like puts his hands on his hips and looks around in this exaggerated way. Yeah. Of like, but it's like, it's you know, it's that kind of I learned from watching you thing. Like, yeah. The tether does that because surface Tim Heidecker would do that. Like, yeah. Hey, where is everybody? You know, like it's yeah. a, and like he kind of does that like all the time. Yeah, all his physical mannerisms are very like that guy. Yeah, it's and that's really fun because then yeah, and then he's like growling and snarling and like walking down the stairs and kind of but then doing this weird like hey buddy like kind of <laughs> kind of posture. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Is there any other like um like referency stuff that like the they don't stuff? like Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was such a funny. The kids line. have never watched Home Alone. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> they want to stay. Um, Winston Duke Gabe wants to stay at the the Tim Heidecker house, and uh, just hole up there until this all blows over. And um, <laughs> he's like, I don't know, maybe we set some traps or whatever. Adelaide's like, you did not just fucking reference Home Alone. Now is not the time to be putting micro machines on the floor and. Uh, Jason turns around and he's like, what are micro-machines? And Zora turns around and she's like, what's Home Alone? Yeah, <laughs> and it's wild. like, god damn it. It's another thing of modern movies making me feel old. And I feel like that says a lot about their parenting. Yeah, they They're like, no, tr- we don't sit around and watch Home Alone. Oh. They probably watch new National Geographic documentaries together. Or at Maybe. least she does with the kids. The dad doesn't want to. Or Jaws. Yeah. yeah. He's got a jaw shirt. Jason has a jaw shirt on, so. Oh, uh, no, his dad wore it for him last year. Yeah, I find it hard to believe they've watched Jaws, but not Home Alone. I don't know. I find it hard to believe that kid watched Jaws. Right. Jason doesn't strike me as, like, the kind of kid that would be, like, a fan of that, because that is a creepy movie. He'd be too afraid. Yeah, and, the, I mean, uh, Zora has that line in dialogue where she's like, he gets, he has a hard time focusing or yeah. something. Yeah. Where it's like, Jaws is also kind of long. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did not watch Jaws. And it's not a modern movie where there's a lot happening the whole time. It's, yeah, no. There's a lot of like slow burn stuff in Jaws. Yeah. And I feel like he would have trouble sticking to that one. It's a great movie, though. Good good call, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The boat is called the Craw Daddy. That was funny. Tim Heidecker's boat is called the B-Yotch. With yacht. With yacht. Yeah. yeah. B-Yotch. Of course it is. Yeah, of course, because that's exactly that guy. Of course it is. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of dad sh- humor. There is. There's, there's a lot. so many times I just want to be like, Dad. Mm-hmm. He even said, "Oh my God!" And he's so, he's so hard to give in to what is happening. You know, at first, oh, Gabe? yeah, like yeah. the rest of the family is immediately like, "Okay, this is a horror. We're calling the police. We're locking the doors." He goes, "No, I'm just gonna go and talk to them." Yeah, he and goes like, and talks to them. He brings on such back. a good accent to yeah, do it. Yeah, the second man. time around, well, only the thing. second time around. The first time, I was like, "Is he hitting some things a little harder?" And then when he comes out at the bat, it's all like, "Y'all need to get yeah. out of here because we Y'all. already called the police." Yeah, yeah, just or what is it? It's uh, he goes back in. He goes back in. He goes, "Call the police!" Oh. I already did. Yeah. I told you I was calling yeah. the police. He's like, "Cops are already on their way." Right. Fourteen yeah. minutes. What's that? It's that code switching thing. Yeah. Yes, code yeah. switching of like the way it you is. talk to other people versus the way you talk to you know. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in different situations like. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. But even you know the whole family is that they're you know tethered families in front of the fireplace. She tells the whole story, and yeah. he goes, "Do you want my wallet? I'll give you the, my wallet. Do you want the boat?" And the yeah. daughter goes, "Dad, nobody, nobody wants, wants the, the boat." boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, game. <laughs> Yeah, he's just grasping at straws. He really is. I was worried that he was going to be killed first. 
because yeah, he they... was so he didn't want to accept it. No, and also like you know you want to because he's Winston Duke is a big dude. Yeah, and like you know mm-hmm. you have to do away with him in some way so that like you know otherwise the movie is Winston Duke defending his family and we don't need that right because um, right. it's not his story it doesn't matter right uh, but instead of killing him which would have bummed me out because I really like Winston yes. Duke they just fucking um, uh, Abraham just bashes him in the knee with that baseball bat early on and so then the rest of the movie he's like hobbled yeah. he's not he's not totally incapable but he's not he can't be the action hero yeah. he just can't yeah and I thought they worked really well as a, a couple yeah. as partners Throughout yeah. this whole thing. As him, a family. Him, yeah. him leading, uh, like, Tim Heidecker away. Yes. To yeah. deal with him. Yes. And then, like, you know, like, because he's like, I know that this will help. Like, leading leading him away is better than staying here. They're the kind of family who practices a fire escape once a month. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, yeah. man. They have drills. Yes, they do. They have, like, okay, if there's a fire, we meet at the Johnson's house. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, Stu talks to me about that because he does that with his kids because they travel a lot. Yeah. Um, Stu's our boss and stuff. And so apparently whenever they're in hotels, like, they walk so the route. Smart. And, you know, and he's like, did you ever do that as a kid? I'm like, no. But to be fair, like, I think I stayed in, like, a hotel or a motel, like, twice yeah. as a child. Yeah. It didn't really happen. We did not really do vacation. But I'm like, it's really great that you do that with your kids. And he's like... You'd be surprised because, like, not all states have the same fire codes. Okay. So, like, huh. there have definitely been times where he's like, you'd be surprised how many times we're staying at a hotel and the fire escape doesn't lead to the outside. It <gasps> leads to a landing oh. where we then have to go across another floor to get to the, the rest of the oh, stairs. Wow. And stuff like that all the time. And he's like, that's why I always do wow. that with my kids. So, I mean... It's a good idea to do that with your kids, guys. Like yes. it's you know it's it, it couldn't hurt. Teach your kids. Fire safety yeah. is important. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, saying that like, oh, that's so silly to, to do. It's like, I mean, <laughs> it's silly until something happens, yes. and then your family's not dead. So then, how silly was that? Right. Everybody listening to this, yeah, check your smoke alarms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. All right, that was our fire safety moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drop in uh, that. Uh, <laughs> that 60s garage song fire yeah yeah all right <laughs> i'll drop that in there fair uh, i won't <laughs> it's too much work um also like we don't have the rights if you play it for under a certain amount of time you don't have to have the oh, rights. okay yeah um and also if we talked enough about it that we could cons- it could be considered us critiquing it sure we don't need the rights we play the whole song. <laughs> cool just i just i all know right. this i looked all this right. up <laughs> I don't know, is there anything else you specifically want I to I liked about? the foreshadowing. There was a lot of foreshadowing. You know, she's like, I don't want to do track and field. Uh, you know, you can do whatever you set your mind to. Well, I set my mind to driving the car. And I immediately was like, she's totally going to drive the car. Yeah, oh, you said yeah. that out loud. You yes. called it. Yeah. yeah. And then he buys the crawdaddy. And I thought the crawdaddy is definitely going to come into play. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. If not saving the family, something's happening with this crawdaddy. I do like um, that. The, uh, we the, set up with uh, the, the door sticks in the, uh, sorry. The ambulance no, in yeah, the door. The, yes. Yeah. The, the, the closet in the hallway sticks. And so uh, Jason uses that to trap Pluto. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, it was propped open with a little ambulance toy. And they and the Get movie riding an off ambulance. in an ambulance. Yeah. That's yeah. more. Yeah. I was going to say, I like that Abraham drags uh, Gabe out to, you know, he puts him in like a, a contractor bag and he's going to throw him off the boat into the lake. Um, and so then, you know, Gabe's just out 
trying to you know survive this boat trip um, yeah. and it's the shittiest boat and it veers to the left <laughs> right, so it just it keeps going in left. circles but when he finally does it you know and you mentioned he like they're fighting trying to climb back into the boat because they've both fallen out yeah and um you know he just like headbutts the engine and it turns on and it sucks abraham down and chops him up and he's dead great and it's great and then like he gets back on the boat and he drives it back up to the dock and he's just honking the horn yeah, yeah. and like he doesn't know what's going on he's hoping i'm guessing either that'll distract the tethered and they'll come after because he doesn't know there's more he just knows that he doesn't right. really right. know there's more he just knows yeah. that there's the know people in his house yeah, yeah. So I guess he's hoping that'll either distract them and they'll come see what happened, or it's his family, and it turns out it's his family. He's like, get on. Oh, and it was great when they were out on the water, and, you know, you hear, you know that Abraham makes these guttural noises, and you hear guttural noises in the distance, and I was like, what is that? And it didn't click until we got to the other family, and I was like, oh shit, that was them telling each other, I'm here. Yeah, because I, I really want to know if it's Tim Heidecker making those noises. I think it is. Because it, it's, it's the yeah. sounds that he makes later, but they're really good. Yeah. Like, um, Winston Duke is kind of doing these, like, moans. Yeah. He's kind of like, uh Like, just yeah. kind of big, like, guttural moans. But, yeah. like, Tim Heidecker's doing, like, rah, rah, yeah. like, yeah. crazy monster noises. Yeah. And it's way scary. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I wonder wild. if that was really him doing that. That's it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I forgot about that. Oh, but talking about... in the about... theater watching that, when that happened, I was like, the fuck is that? Because right. it doesn't sound like... Any of the like them, people yeah. that we've heard before, yeah. Yeah, so it's really creepy. Yeah, I like that. But talking about the tethered only killing their doppelganger, we see um, the daughter's doppelganger kill that neighbor guy who's like, oh, oh yeah. my car! She doesn't kill him, though. She just stabs him in the leg. Oh, okay. Oh, that's true. We don't see her kill him. She yeah. just incapacitates him. She's yeah. just in the way. Yeah. That was a nice, light-hearted moment. Um, get off my car. He's like, hey, get off my car. And then she, so she's standing there and it's just like, all right, come over here. Come on. Yeah. Like, come on, kids. Come on. Yeah. So we're, a couple of my quibbles are, first off, man, Adelaide's so bad at remembering the car keys. Uh, <laughs> and times, I guess yeah. the house keys, too, because they have a fucking hide-a-key, which is dumb. Don't yeah. do don't do a hide a key. Don't put the key under the mat, guys. Like it's guys, not safe. No. Guys, the hide a keys never once look yeah. like a real rock. Yeah. No. I've never I've never not like, been able to spot a hide a key. Like leave it with a neighbor or like try to be, you know, creative. Yes. Put yeah, it somewhere Gabe, where you will know where it is, but don't put it in a fake plastic rock. Or Gabe is shocked mat. that she knows about the hide a key. Yeah, Gabe is like, hide a key and he's like, What white shit? Yeah. <laughs> and then they kick the door open. Yep. Um, that, and then, yeah, twice she forgets the keys to the car yep. when yeah. they're going to, you know, once when they're leaving their cabin and then the next when they're leaving, um, the, the other family's cabin. Yeah. Uh. The Heidecker Moss Yeah. Residence. Yeah. Which, that's actually also the first time she stabs somebody, too, is because yeah. she goes back in for the car key and, The still uh, living dead twin, yeah, uh, yeah, the has twin laid that was a trap. Th- yeah, the twin that was through the coffee table is no longer in the coffee table and she kind of has like an aw fuck moment. And yeah. ends up stabbing her with a pair of the scissors. Yeah. And the yeah. son saw that, too. Did he? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say, I can't remember if it was the son or the daughter, but yeah, one yeah. of the kids definitely sees that. And when she's stabbing that twin, she's going like, <sighs> yes. like really, it's that really monstral, first... you know, guttural. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the theater, that was my first little inkling that things weren't right, right. was when she started making those noises, because I was like, hmm. So if I'm being honest, the first thing that clued me into maybe she's not who she says she is maybe this is a swap you know Mm -hmm. thing is when she's telling her backstory to to gabe in their bedroom and 
the shot pushes in so much that we're just watching her reflection. Yeah. That I was just like, it's such an interesting shot. I wonder what this means. And then I was like, well, it's her reflection, Hall of Mirrors. I was like, oh, maybe she's not her. And yeah, that was, yeah, you're faster than me. It's still like, <laughs> I know, I know. And like, I, I, I trust Jordan Peele to like make choices, not, you yeah. know, not for no to, reason. To play fair. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I think, you know, and that's what, but yeah, but then I kind of forgot about it for a long time because a lot happens. And oh, yeah. then that happens where she's stabbing the twin. And I was like, oh, right, 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 fuck. Yeah. Well, that's like the miles of tunnels and stuff like that. Like, we don't really yeah. come back to that for the most of the movie. No, and I love that when yeah. she finally yeah. goes through that. Um, so more twinning when she goes into the Hall of Mirrors thing and she pushes open the door because um, it's all painted like a forest on the walls. There's a painted rabbit on the door. Yeah. And when she opens it, a real rabbit comes yes. out. Oh, they even have that, uh, there's a plastic spider on the table and a, and real, a real spider, spider next to it. Past, yeah. Past, yeah, in, at, at their yeah. cabin early on. Yeah. Um, but I like that. And it also kind of has that like magic, you know, sort of like a fake thing becoming real. Yeah. Like, you know, duality. But I love all that footage of her like walking through all these underground tunnels because at yeah. first it's just like the behind the scenes of a of a carnival thing mm-hmm. and it looks normal and then like yeah it's like she, a boiler roomy kind of yeah but then thing. it's like down a level and then around a corner and then like the walls look different and there's different pipes and it starts looking like rougher and rougher and like more thrown together and like and it keeps cutting and i you know i imagine it's just a bunch of different locations where they shot these like pickup things and but like yeah, that's cool. It, yeah, yeah, it's really great, and it really works because it's extremely disorienting, and it's like walking through like the strata of you know like society kind of, and then there's this golden escalator down. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, it's great, but it's only a down escalator. Yeah, yeah, but you can run up those. Yeah, I know, but that's a which lot I of guess work. is I mean, how they don't she let got you up the there. You'll usually get a yelled at, but oh yeah, no, but I, I've you done can, it but physically. Yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> this is mean. Yeah, that's what they're like. This will keep them down there. I mean, <laughs> they're not gonna. Maybe yeah. Maybe I mean, she's the only one who could get them. A lot of them are pretty shambling, so yeah. It's true. Yeah, the original Adelaide had to go up them to meet. Yeah. Upstairs, Adelaide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, that would be a way to make it more realistic. Is if uh, the the shadow Adelaide instead of cuffing her to a bed, kneecapped her. Because there is a bit of that in yeah. the rest of the movie, and that probably would have prevented her from being able to climb the escalator. up that escalator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least for a time, and then you yeah, know, who knows? Yeah, something. Um, my other quibble is that the daughter is saying she's going to drive because I. F- why? Why can't the mom drive? Because she has handcuffs on. Because she has handcuffs on. Yeah, and the father is because he was kneecapped, but we see him icing his left knee. Oh. And that's not the one you use for pedals in an American car. You use your right. Right. Yeah, it's definitely his left knee. Yeah. Of where, the way he's standing at the door. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. way he's standing at the door. She just and wanted he's an got the peas on his left knee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe she. You know, maybe. And then would... they have their kill count conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which also, is hilarious. It is what good. A family. She's like, well, I killed both the twins, and Adelaide's like, you didn't, I just killed the second twin. I also like that she doesn't say which twin it is. Like, they know them. Yeah. So it wasn't like she's like, oh, I killed Becky. She's like, I killed the other one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, my parents, uh, I grew up with uh, friends who were twins. Um, yeah. My parents, I don't think Could tell even now can tell them apart. Yeah. yeah. It was always... Okay, so what it was was in the summer they could tell me who came to the door because Nora has a mole on her arm. But in the winter when they were wearing long sleeves, it would just be one of the twins came to the door. And I'd be like, who? And they're like, I don't know, one of them. And I'm like, all right, (laughs) God. 
Yeah. You Listen, know, parents have trouble telling the difference between like Power Rangers, and they're all different colors. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, what was the whistling? Uh, so she was. Um, Adelaide turned red. Was whistling. Yeah. Um, well, just, I mean, red, I, like for the yeah, story, she's red. red. So red was whistling. Um, going through the, uh, you know, the maze of mirrors. Yeah, the hall what of mirrors. What was she whistling? That's the thing. Is I, I don't it, know what she was whistling. I thought it was the Hands Across America. Is it not? Oh, yeah. Okay. That would make sense. That that makes sense. Yeah. Because at the end, I was just like, oh, and you hear it at one point when the like home like invasion the sort hands of thing is happening. Mm-hmm. No, no, I yeah. mean okay. the. The, the home invasion you hear her whistling uh-huh. and I was uh-huh. like ooh what is that but then stuff happens and I forgot about it oh, and then okay. at the end after uh, Red's been like run through with the fire poker and she's dying mm-hmm. she starts whistling again yeah. and I was like what is that but yeah I guess it is the yeah. hands across America like yeah. jingle okay that yeah. makes sense and I think it's something she does either when she's happy or when she's nervous yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah uh, oh that kind of makes that sad yeah yeah that kind of makes that sadder right yeah because it's something that she's sort of doing to soothe herself when she's walking through the Hall of Mirrors, especially after the lights go out. Yeah, and then so. and then there's like a you know, uh, where Adelaide like has she, she it's a motion like she's going to like you know hold her. Yeah. But she wraps the manacles around her neck and chokes her and breaks her oh. neck, which is like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely one of those films where I do want to know what happens next, not in the sense of, like, the whole world or anything, but I think Rob Zombie did a really great job of retelling the Halloween story and seeing a survivor. Yeah. And, you know, that character was so messed up, and she was never right again, and I feel like these kids, if there's a world after this, are going to be really messed up, and I want to know what they do. But I mean, also, you know, you're probably looking at a much different world. So For sure. having those kinds of changes might be adaptive rather than, yeah. you know, maybe they just scarring. give. Maybe yeah. it's only happening under Santa Cruz. Yeah. And maybe they just give Santa Cruz to the. To the <laughs> you can have this. <laughs> and then it's like you know, it's like yeah, it's still technically you know the U.S. like, but. You gotta learn how to communicate with weird like hand gestures oh, and, and grunts to you know travel mm-hmm. through there. You gotta ask directions or or trade for goods and services. I guess they make gloves. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's their you know, yeah. It's like turquoise in the Midwest. Yeah. I'm going down to Santa Cruz to get some rabbit rabbit leather gloves. Mm-hmm. That's where you get the best ones. It's true. That's all they do. <laughs> Shadow Cruz. Shadow Cruz. Wow. Yeah. Tom Cruise's really, really cool son. Yeah. Shadow Cruise. Um, apparently, uh, Jack Nicholson's grandson's in this. Jack Nicholson's grandson? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. As who? Uh, I think he's the, uh, operator for the, uh, pitch, uh... Oh, the carnival guy? Carn- yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fun fact, yeah. Yeah. The music was great. Music was good. I really like that last song. I So, I had the same thing you mentioned before we before we recorded that you just saw Midsummer, Right. Um, the songs that Ari Aster uses like during his closing credits are always really interesting to me because I'm always curious what the parallel is and yeah. why that song was chosen. And I feel the same way about this. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, I don't remember the song off the top of my head, like what the name of it is or whatever. But I remember looking it up and looking at the lyrics and trying to see the parallel. And it's about like inside every man is a seed of a plant, you know, like it's a flower. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it seems to be about like peace. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. You know, maybe it's that, like, 
to secure peace, you must prepare for war-like mm-hmm. I- idea. I don't know. It's interesting, yeah. though. It's a good song. Something else. Oh, uh, early on, there's dialogue um, in the background of Adelaide's, like, flashback when she's a, a kid and on the boardwalk where um, her mom is saying, like, they're filming something over by the carousel. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe you should uh, go see if you can be an extra. And her dad's like, nah, whatever. Um, for 1986, I get like I read this online somewhere. It's, I think they're alluding to the Lost Boys. It's supposed to be ah. the Lost Boys. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's a oh, fun little man. nod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's do the yeah. Let's do the vote. Um, yeah, you're our guest. So, what 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 do you think? Is it a hate watch or a great watch? It's or? a great watch for sure. No doubt. I agree. I think I'd give it four out of five because it's it's a too much of a like which came first and like circling around these questions that we have yeah i think it's a great second film from jordan peele but um i don't know i'm curious to see what's next i think this was amazing for lapita i mean she does Mm -hmm. so many amazing things elizabeth moss does so many amazing things like what are these kids gonna do next i think she was i hope they i hope they work a lot yeah yeah, I think Lapita's character, Adelaide, was some, like, we really needed that right now. We needed a mom who was, you know, confused, but still super strong, and she protected herself, and she protected her family, and yeah. and I think that's all she had to care about. She wasn't trying to save the world. Yeah, no. She was just trying to save her family. Yeah, she's just trying to get her family out, yeah. And she said that the first time the shadow came and she the funny thing is though she says she doesn't say i'm gonna protect my family she says i'm gonna protect my kids she says don't do anything to the children yeah and i was like oh gabe's for himself yeah but (laughs) but i think she knows she's like he can protect himself my kids can't i you know i have to protect them which they kind of took care of themselves fine but they were they're just such an amazing family. Yeah, everybody in, like, as characters, they're all super confident. And, and we didn't and talk competent. about the line. Yeah. She said, you know, Gabe asks Red, like, who are you? And she says, we're Americans. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what I mean. was crazy. Yeah, that, there's, that's what I mean. Like, there's, there's so much. There's so much to pick apart. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. so much in this thematically, which, yes. again, I think makes it just a little bit overstuffed. Mm-hmm. That was a gasp moment. <laughs> yeah, but that's such a good line. And that was in all the trailers. It's a great like, line. Rightfully so. Because it's chilling. Yes. Who are you? We're Americans. Yeah. It's oh. Um. <laughs> I saw someone pointing out that uh, Americans, you're from the U.S. Yo, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. I don't think that was intentional, but it's funny. Yeah. No, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like they are us. It's just called us. Yeah. U.S. Yeah. Yeah. And he seems to have a lot of you know commentary on how america is running right now yeah 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 i mean this definitely you know has a lot it like the subtext that that, that's commentary on a number of things yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um do you want to go oh i think it's a great watch yeah um it's not a perfect movie but like man again like i said i really enjoy um you know some of like the like you know, uh, em- emphasis on how visually impactful certain scenes and props and costuming and things are here. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, you know, the girls are really stealing the show in this, and that's pretty great. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, also, you know, uh, he's got a pretty, like, uh, Twilight Zone sensibility, and then did the, the reboot. Twilight Zone, yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, 
so it, it's it definitely feels uh, very Jordan Peele to me as well, uh, for better or worse. That it does have like that kind of like yeah. you know something a little weird and spooky and you know a little science fictiony is happening and a little like paranormal you know yeah. so yeah I again I definitely think it's worth watching I think it's probably worth watching a couple of times just to catch on to like little bits of ironic dialogue and to see some of like the repeating you know imagery because that can be pretty fun yeah yeah that's uh, good. yeah I uh, I agree I think this is a great watch um, like you both said it's not it's not a perfect uh, home run but it's really close um, I think like I mentioned at the top of the, the podcast I think Get Out is tighter as a movie, but also this is that sophomore album thing of like you have your whole life to write your first album and you have six months to write your second or whatever mm-hmm. whatever the saying is. Um, but this is a huge leap forward visually. Oh, absolutely. Everything in this looks great, whereas yeah. I, I don't think everything in Get Out looks as great. No, I mean like he actually does his depiction of like daylight horror in this I think is a lot tighter than in... Uh, Get Out. Yeah, I mean, Get Out, you know... Because Get Out, it, it gets a little Stepford Wivesy, and that's probably yeah. about as creepy as it gets, and then everything else happens at night. And then with this, you have a lot of your center piecing during the day, like, after after dawn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's a really confident yeah. thing, because it's, it's tough to make things, you know... Like, yeah, as scary yeah. in the light of day. Well, yeah. Gabe even says, like, she's, you know, she doesn't want to go. She's too nervous. He goes, well, we'll, we'll leave before sunset. Because he said, like, he yeah. must think, oh, you're only going to be scared if it's dark out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really great commentary. But the first time their little son sees the doppelganger of the Jeremiah 11 Eleven guys on the beach in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Standing there starting the... Yeah, yeah, that's terrifying. Starting the hands across. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah iconography wise like there's some like i said some great imagery in this and like that look Mm -hmm. is so good Mm -hmm. but i don't think it is as impactful like like i've mentioned this in some something else but in get out you know that like the sound of a spoon in a teacup is always going to be scary now yeah yeah and i i might have talked about this before I'm not sure, but like I love perverting really innocent things. Yeah, like in... taking something and yeah, and it's the Stephen King thing of taking yeah. something and making it scary. Stephen now. King and um, Doctor Who does it a lot, yeah. and those are some of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Are like things where it's like, oh, dust mites are scary. How? <laughs> it just is Crazy now. Alien yeah. <laughs> yeah, statues, fucking statues. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and yeah, and while I think like there's you know, there's as much if not more visual like strong visual language in this i think it doesn't you know it doesn't gut like you know scissors are a weapon you know like they're mm-hmm. they're inherently like dangerous mm-hmm. whereas like a teacup is pretty innocuous oh and to make that scary is really really impactful but um but oh. i still think this is fantastic hello rock breaks scissors <gasps> What? The bludgeoning versus the stabbing. Rock oh. breaks scissors. And the couple on the boardwalk was playing rock, paper, scissors. Fuck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fuck me. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's probably definitely in there because of the rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's good. Oh. I didn't even think about that. Now really you gotta good. watch it again. See? He, yeah, now you know, he got paper. it right. Yeah, right. He, well, she was cutting paper yeah. It, yeah. to make the dolls. Yeah. Paper and scissors. Yeah. That's a loaded arsenal. Yeah. Uh, 
See, that's smart writing. Well, in the sequel, it'll be all about legislation to give the tether to <laughs> control of Santa Cruz, and that's just paper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think this was a great watch. I think we're all in agreement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Um, okay, so do you have anything you'd like to plug? You're a filmmaker. Um, Actually, before we do that, you're a filmmaker. <laughs> like, what what about this is something that, like, appeals to you as a filmmaker? Character writing. Yeah, the characters. I love characterization. I write comedy, um, so watching something like this is kind of nice for me because it's not really, like, picking apart as much. I yeah. mean, I don't like to say do anything that's written well, you're so involved in it that you're not thinking about anything else yeah. while you're watching it. Sure. Um, and obviously this did that really well, but I mean, it's hard for me not to acknowledge, like, you can tell so much from all the little pieces. Like, we know that Adelaide's parents are not a happy couple. We know that, you know, Adelaide's own family, her husband and her kids, they are so happy together. They have smart children. And there's just, like, all these little things that say that. Like, nobody says out loud, like, we're a happy family. If they did, we wouldn't believe it. Right. You no, know? their, their bond is, uh, like, shown. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah, my favorite part was all the characterization. It's just so well done. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, anything you'd like to plug? Um, Direct people to your, I'm trying to figure to your out things. what we're doing next. I have a lot going on right now. We have a short film that's been in post-production for a while that's just, we've hit a lot of road bumps. Um, so hopefully in the next few months we'll get our longest most ambitious film maybe into the film circuit film festival circuit cool i don't know how i feel about film festivals right now i put a lot of money into that yeah, <laughs> yeah and I um bet. i'm i don't know kind of over the the stress tell everybody that i'm a female i don't it shouldn't matter right <laughs> but uh no i mean this project is about 10 minutes long it's about uh, a couple of best friends who haven't seen each other in a while and they just want to get together to binge watch uh, a tv show together and then a roommate unexpectedly comes home and wants to crash in on their binge watching <laughs> um so we shot a little bit of audio and visual of the show that they're watching and it's all called spoiler alert <laughs> yeah so we'll see i think i might want to do just like uh, a private viewing maybe we'll go to like tattooed moms and do a viewing there once it's all done um because yeah i just want i just want to share my work with everybody like to yeah. me I think it was really great to get some accolades and laurels for my first three years because I think that it does help with recognition. Sure. But obviously, you know, networking is huge. Like, I met you guys at Tattooed Moms because of yeah. Pizza Man. And yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. about Pizza Man because of um, Ian, you know, being part of that. And I worked with him on Dead Giveaway because right. he reached out to edit my first film. Yeah. And that was because I posted something on Facebook. So... It's such a great community here. Um, so yeah, I just you want... and I were kind of talking about like uh, podcasting as a community and stuff. Yeah, and, and I think you know it, uh, the limited amount that I've been exposed to it in Philadelphia, but the film community here is very, very cool. It is, yeah. yeah. And some people are like, "You've got to get out of here if you want to do more." And I'm like, "I think I'm doing just enough. Like, yeah. I'm really happy with where I am. Like, so many people are like, "Well, when are you like gonna write for a living?" And I'm like, "But you know what? It's so nice." to do this as my stress reliever yeah and that's what i've always wanted my comedy to be is like this should be something to let you kind of step away from reality for a bit um and the world's you know crazy but we can all kind of come together over something 
relevant and relatable. So even though we don't have like underground doppelgangers that we know of, <laughs> that, could, that could be your next project, right? You know, right. Um, get together but... <laughs> with your underground doppelganger to binge watch a series. Hopefully, <laughs> but no. Right now, on my YouTube page, this just films. I have a bunch of monologues um, called Five Dollar Fleece. So yep. it's this one monologue performed by several different actors. We had a handful of different locations between New Jersey and Philly. We did that over like four different days and they're all available right now and then we are in pre-production for a father's day short that um ryan craypack and i are collaborating on and after that i'll probably write a new monologue because uh, that's just been really fun to like meet new actors direct actors for the first time yeah. i've met different dps you know you've kind of been forced to based on people's availabilities sure yeah yeah i just got my own sound equipment because it's actually really hard to find sound ops oh yeah (laughs) Uh, when we worked on pizza man we had two different sound people we were only shooting for two days but we couldn't get one person for for two two days days. it's wild yeah Yeah. it's crazy yeah so i'm I'm gonna um especially on my friends projects i'll probably be operating sound for a little bit just to get the hang of it um Mm -hmm. which is so fun i mean i've been editing my own projects for the last two years um which is good and bad because you know you do have to learn how to collaborate and you have to Mm kind of like give up your baby a little bit but you know we've been post for a spoiler alert for over a year now because (laughs) i decided to give up my baby a little bit but it's gonna be great it'll be worth it i mean at this point you have to take your time to make everything as sharp as it can be yeah Um, but yeah, that's what's happening. My socials are all under This Just Films, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. A lot of behind the scenes, and it's just for my film stuff. So I think it's inspiring and motivating. Awesome. Yeah, no, we'll <laughs> definitely, you yeah. know, tag you and stuff. Thank you. Yeah. You can find that on our social media. Yeah, so you'll be able to find links to, to This Jess and all the This Jess uh, uh, universe, <laughs> the shared universe. My multiverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, if you'd like to uh, follow the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWGW Podcast. And you can email us with any questions or comments or recommendations or anything at uh, write, hate, watch, great, watch. That's W R I T E H W G W at gmail.com. Yep. Yep, that's it. <laughs>